Hello, Street Fighters. Welcome to the call-in show. It's a monumental uh, moment in time, and we are excited to be broadcasting and um, know that there is a chat room full of wonderful people ready to talk to us. Uh, this is the call-in show, Sunday Night Street Fight, 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern Standard Time. We did start a little late, so we'll make sure you get the full three hours. Um, we are looking for phone calls from people that protested during the police riots of the last three or four days. Uh, nobody else call in. No poser shit. Just people. I don't want to. I don't want to hear any. No. I want to hear speculation. Of no what boss you went, stories. I don't want to <laughs> hear any speculations about what you've seen online. I want to know what you saw on the ground. No poser shit. No more. If you, if you have a reason, <sighs> don't fucking tell it to me. If, if it makes sense to you, that works. I don't care. No poser shit. To me. No more metal uh, documentaries for Brett Payne. He's cut off forever now. Too many, too many. But yeah, hey, I mean, we would Exodus like to had, hear had something going. We would like to hear from people who have been out and uh, uh, what their experience has been, what it's been like, and uh, we'll get some some uh, some of our friends are going to call in a little later yeah. tonight. Uh, some people that have been arrested, and um, you know, it's going to be a show about protests. So if that yeah. bothers you, then maybe. Go kick rocks. <laughs> yeah, get the fuck out. Uh, my name is Brett Payne. My, ho- my co-host is Brian Quinby. We're Street Fight Radio, the number one anarcho-comedy radio show on any station across the nation. And today, we have in the studio our youth correspondent and regular old um, wage worker. <laughs> Someone that actually had to go back to work after COVID today. Rachel. The one day we're not talking about work under COVID, we yeah. bring in somebody that had to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, you're back at work, right? Yep. Rachel had her first protest. Yeah, that this, was your first this yep. weekend. First ever, the big first one. I gotta tell you, I've never had anyone to go with. I've never had radical friends. Um, and yeah, she went with That's my awesome. wife and kid. Yeah, which is uh, uh which also a, a shock that they. I mean, they were today mad at me. They were like, "I feel like we should have been there," and I'm like, "I, I don't fucking control you." <laughs> I mean, it's going to be a sustained thing. Um, you know, we were dealing with some Facebook drama the first night it went down, and I literally shut my phone off. And by the time I found out what was going on Thursday, it was like 10.30 at night, and people were like, are you going to this? And it was, you know, they sent me a protest info at like 8.30. I was like, no, I'm not, actually. Yeah, that was a bummer because, like, I had a thing scheduled that night that I could not move because it was interviewing Fallon from uh, Kitty <laughs> yeah, <laughs> about their first album, Spit, which is like a big fucking Legendary deal album, yeah. when you do a new metal podcast. Like a huge deal. You can't get much huger than somebody from one of the bands. So, and the person who sang the chorus on Brackish. I yeah. mean, get out, you know? So I interviewed her and then had to finish up the POD cast. So I was like, not able to get out, but Friday, mm-hmm. I thought I missed the whole thing. I was like, oh, they did it during the day. Uh, you know, but I had taken my walk and I was like, ah, I tell my, my wife and daughter, like, you ought to see downtown. Like a lot of the places have the windows are boarded up. They really bashed out a lot of windows last night. So, uh, I took them downtown. We drove downtown. We never drive downtown because you can just walk there, but we drove downtown. We were just going to take like a walk around the block. We heard a bunch of fucking noise 
And we walked up the street and there was a protest happening. And my wife and kid were just like, we're staying. We're here. And I was like, all right. But cops got super violent Friday night. It was scary as hell. It yeah. scared the shit out of my daughter. And, and like, uh, you know, she cried. She couldn't fucking believe what those cops were doing on Friday night. It's very intimidating. And they are, um, even for me, uh, like, being around with her, she was like, I want to stay away from those guys. And I was like, I get it too, man, because if you just walk past and you just, you just get walloped, you, you never just, know. They know. They just decide and they don't care how old you are yeah. or who you are Everybody at all. The face, they don't give a fuck. They don't, yeah. Oh, they, and they're aiming for the face with those non-lethal weapons. That's a lie. I mean, oh. they're, they're trying to shoot people in the, in the face. With the pro, when we were uh, out on Saturday, um, uh, there was a tense moment where people started chucking water bottles at the cops. Which I think is like a hilarious symbol of this country because in America, the water is so fucked up that most broke people live off of those 48 cases of Nestle and cheaper water bottles from water, from uh, Walmart and Sam's Club and shit. Mm-hmm. And we were, there were people literally pelting the cops with them. I hadn't even thought of that. Like irony. Yeah. Well, and it's <laughs> also like these fucking guys show up in suits of fucking armor, you know, and yeah. a half bottle of water. I, listen, have you ever heard of a group called the Insane Clown Posse? See, what they do. (laughs) I saw a lot, yeah. A lot of jugglers, a lot of heavy metal t-shirts, a lot of lines. I saw an obituary obituary hat. I wanted to go give the guy a hug, but it was like a COVID thing. Otherwise, I would have been like, hell yeah, dude. (laughs) So many Slipknot shirts and stuff and like. Yeah, the smallest white girls just really going off. Oh, I know oh, I they have a it. weird rage, just a real intensity. <laughs> Never taller than five foot. So yes, tiny, <laughs> but yeah. full, just all the, bones full and sticks, rage. and just all just like nails and yeah, <laughs> hard edges on them. It, yeah, and it's just like, and it's every, you know, and the thing about it is uh, uh, the speculation about who's involved is that like everybody is involved. There are outside. There are like there are. White anarchists that are starting problems. There are police that are starting problems, and there are a lot of broke people that are starting problems. It's yeah. everybody together is sharing the burden of, uh, you know, scaring the fuck out of the police. Yeah, and telling them, you know, the Black Lives Matter, and that Black people need to be free, and that we aren't going to we aren't going to accept it anymore. I mean, we've hit a, such an incredible moment in time where all of the right stuff came together. I mean, everybody's in mass. You know, they tried to outlaw that shit a couple years ago. Everybody's in I masks. I know. That's, that, they fucked up there. The, the, now we all have to wear masks. We picked a time where it's like, oh, now everybody's wearing a mask. Best and, time. And they had. The best time. And it really is like they had too many plates in the air. The, the ruling class thought they stretched themselves so thin that COVID took the legs out from under them and this was enough you know 20 percent unemployment uh people are going to be there tomorrow on monday like <laughs> people are going to be hanging out all fucking day yeah. um today um actually so i was talking to uh the person that i got sushi from today and they also said that their first they were like oh i said we just came from downtown They're like oh this is my first protest i went on thursday i was like how was it they were like it was really scary yeah. <laughs> i was like yeah. They're not normally like that. And we had just came from downtown where today it was like Comfest. Mm-hmm. It was basically, um, it was basically people partying, playing music, smoking, uh, protesting. But 
every person, like everybody in the city. The Comfest has a way of bringing everybody out, and this has brought everybody out of the city. There are, there's, you know, Broad and High is the big main intersection of Columbus, and that is just everybody came in from the east, west, north, and south. Uh, marches just rolled in this afternoon, and, uh, you know, for the most part, are just asking to be heard. And finally, last thing, just, I have so much to say. It's yeah. like ridiculous. But I did find out that Friday night on Livingston Avenue, mm-hmm. um, which is a little further out from the city, uh, all the cops were downtown. Mm-hmm. And so there was nobody to stop the protest. And they took over the intersection. And it turned into just a party. There That's was, what they keep turning into. Basically, they, because it was a working class neighborhood and everybody's related to those people that are stuck in traffic. They would take over the intersection for 10 minutes, do a chant, get riled up, disperse, let the car, a car would come through. Someone would get out, jump on top of the car and start dancing and shit. Then they would go. There was no, there was no, no window breaking. There was no looting, rioting. People are just need to be together right now. People want to. Uh, to demonstrate and be heard, and the cops have escalated it in every every single spot that they could because they ultimately they are the ones in charge. We are a ragtag group of people that are f- fucking done with this world that they've set up, and we are descending on the Capitol building. And they have strategists behind the scenes planning what weapons and when to deploy them, and how they're going to escalate, and how this is going all going to go down. And they aren't considering ever. Listening, working, or changing uh, in any sort of way. And the, the, to be honest, like, we don't have to burn down the whole government. The city should just take away the cops' fucking contract. It's that simple. They aren't a part of the Constitution, and there's nothing that says that we have to have them. Yeah. They've just bullied their way into it. And uh, we should just literally not hire them to yeah. do this anymore. Abolish the cops. 100%. Yeah. That's, I mean, somebody said something, like, that was a little more, like, palatable, I think, to a lot of people, but was to tie their tie their budget to reforms basically where it's like if they fuck up they don't get this guaranteed money because that's the thing like a buddy of mine from a buddy of ours from chicago mike um he's mike hugs on twitter posted that 40 percent of the chicago budget goes to the police and then somebody else explained that 53% of the Los Angeles budget goes to the police. Oh, it's the same everywhere you go. They're and they great. keep telling us they don't have money to do anything. And it's not true. They just don't have money to not beat the shit out of people. Columbus couldn't do drive-by thr- drive testing for COVID. Kroger's, the grocery store, had to fucking do it. Like, what? They're, they're, and because ugh, it's, it's fucking horrible. Right. I, well, it, it's one of those things that's like, if... um. If they took a half a second and just fucking let what's going to happen happen, right? Like these police, they stood down today and nothing bad happened. The National Guard was in charge. Yeah. Is that why? Is that what happened? The National Guard was in charge today. They were just watching from a distance. They were heavily present in the state house when I, when me and Erica did like uh, went around the building, they were hiding down in those alcoves. I think they were taking a break. And, um, you know, uh, what happened after we left about two hours before dusk is when the riot police showed up yeah, um, and started just macing everybody and said, get out of here. They did that. They do that warning. This is the Franklin County Sheriff. You've yeah. been notified to leave this area. Yeah. And, and, and let me just say that, like, 
this has been pointed out a lot, but, uh, these are Democrat mayors of these cities and oftentimes Democratic governors. So don't tell us to vote. Yeah. Like it doesn't fucking work. Voting doesn't work. Hey, guess what? We supposedly had a community organizer president for eight years. And how did the cops get this powerful over those eight years? How did they keep bringing in money like this? Yeah. And how were, how are they able to crack down and how are they able to have all of these weapons that they're, they have these weapons to use against us yeah. if we get too loud? That's what they have them for. And, and, and literally, Ferguson wasn't enough to even stop them, stop them in their path. No, they, they just kept going. I'm sure that people got raised budgets because of Ferguson. Sure. I'm sure. I, they don't learn lessons from these things that like these have to continue every single day before they're going to decide they either have to do something. Or they either have to make a real change or they're going to have to do something. And that something is scary of what I think that they could end up doing. But, uh, you know, I mean, designating Antifa a terrorist organization pretty much means they can go arrest anybody they want. Sure. Um, because there isn't an Antifa. Well, that's what I was going to say is like, well, I'm not an Antifa. Like, yeah. it doesn't, I don't really need a, a, a label on it. Like, I don't give a fuck. Uh, you can judge me by my actions. You, I, I'm not, I'm not Antifa anymore. Right. You know, that's all it takes to not be it. Like, I fuck, not go to jail. Well, yeah. And me I and know Brad are comedians. So we're probably not being looked at. I feel as though, like, we're probably pretty safe because we're comedians. And what we do is, you know, yeah. Up this, to interpret. I've never felt in danger because of what I do. Antifa is outnumbered. Like, I I don't see, like, I see more people that live in Columbus than I do black blocks, you know, at, at, in what I saw today, at least. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I am not, I personally, having been out for three days of this, have not seen these white anarchists that are supposedly causing trouble. I have True. not seen this. This hasn't been my experience. And uh, I think I I think I re I rethought some of my actions on uh, Saturday, and I think I probably looked like an agent provocateur of some sorts. Me too. You know what? You know what's cool is because uh, this is happening in my own city. I like, I mean, it's crazy. This is just a culmination of everything because every, it's all so well planned out. Um, it's like when going down to the main site, you see there's a main site and then there's station wagons driving around with medical supplies, water and granola bars. There's emergency eye wash stations. Everybody has been learned everything from Occupy, from Black Lives Matter, from all of the protest, from Women's March and everything that's led up to this has all created the perfect storm of knowledge uh, in the organization for people to step in and know how to help folks that are showing up for the first time, getting tear gas for the first time, and then relieving that pain and being there to show. And I was, I felt really weird because my whole, my character in the riot game has uh, like upgraded because I'm like bike cavalry now. I really love taking the bike down there. When you're in a protest, you can't get too close. So you become really huge. And then if the cops come at you, you can put your bike as a roadblock. Mm -hmm. Um, and also you can, I like, I was able to go ahead and do things. It was, uh, and also bike, bike guy is also a really good, uh, undercover outfit. Cause you like have a bike helmet on and you have a lock if you need to use it mm -hmm. and you have a sport bottle that you can use to flush 
uh, pepper spray out of your eyes and shit. I, I will say also that like bike cavalry and I'm trying, I got like a dozen bikes. I'm trying to get a bike cavalry together. I haven't, I haven't said this. I think I've said this online and I've said this to my wife and kid and Rachel, but like this to me is bigger than J20 was. This is bigger than a lot of those actions that happened after Trump was elected because it keeps happening. Yeah. And it's going to keep happening. Like and this the conditions is civil unrest. Are there. This is the conditions are there for people to be like, well, I got to go back to work. You know, it's people's work is not there anymore. Uh, folks have moved back in with their parents. People are have had to make some tough decisions. You know, and and also I, I don't. I mean, there is also an incredible. It's incredible the way that this thing. Uh, can be financed through us. I mean, I, they can shut it down eventually. I know they've gone after, they can, PayPal can go after your money. Uh, but like all of the supplies, everything needed can all be funded from people on the side, people that of means that can pay lawyer fees, that can pay bail and can cover all of the stuff that's required to make this stuff happen. Um, you know, at this point, we just need to study up. You need to see what's going on in Hong Kong. They had inflatable inner tubes. Have you seen that? Mm-hmm. I was studying up. That's why I wore like all licra because they said licra arm coverings would keep the shit from burning. The yeah. Skin. But yeah. But I saw in, they take, um, what's it called? Uh, inner tubes from a pool and you wrap tape around it real hard so that that center can like shit can bounce off of it. Mm-hmm. And then you get a bunch of people of them to, other together, and you have a whole bunch of extra momentum when you're pushing with a giant inflatable tube. You know, it adds like an extra oomph to it, mm-hmm. and you you cover a huge area. Um, so I don't know. I've been reading stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I've just seen like pictures of people with like umbrellas and shit, and then I saw people at the protest with umbrellas. Yeah, never, that would have never occurred to me, and just a bunch of other things, the goggles. Like I didn't think about that until it was there, and I was like, oh. I did too. Yeah. I I have. That's the other thing. Riding bike in the riding bikes in the winter, um, it tears your eyes up. So I have ski goggles, and I meant to bring my ski goggles, uh, and I did, forgot them on Mace Day and brought them to peaceful protest day. So, <laughs> like Eric, I got my wife geared up. I'm like, I'm telling you. It's going to be fucking freaky when you go down there. When you see what they're going to do to people mm-hmm. and we show up and it's like everybody's passing joints Everyone's around. Playing the trumpet. I saw yeah. the guys playing the trumpet. So. Yeah. There was like, oh, there was like a, a hangout. There were like people were chilling on the lawn of the, the house, the state house. Broad and high. That's the, broad and high was taken over. That's the other weird thing about these police things is they decide that there's one square piece of pavement that is the most important piece of pavement in the city and any that this is belongs to them and broad and high is this intersection that they put four lines of cops on each one and it's literally like no one can go in this square and it's like it's it's a symbolic it's a symbolic corner in the city because it's the direct middle of the city like it is that it's like i think that there's some symbolism i mean the first night that I was out, we were at the police headquarters and they were, they got real bad. So I think that's why people moved towards the state house because they got fucking scary. You know, they started, they, uh, lined up and like they did this thing where they put their bikes to the side and they just started running over people with their bikes and with horses. Like they held them in front of them and battered people with these bikes. And I just watched them run over all of these people. They like just indiscriminately running people over. I saw them mace a a little girl. It was like the saddest thing I've ever seen. Just this young little girl with a little cute umbrella 
Just the littlest kid, and they fucking just drench her was, in mace. Yeah, she was coated. Her whole fucking face, her whole top half of her body was covered. Yeah, they maced my kid. I mean, my kid got pepper spray. Oh, yeah. And yeah. mace. Yeah, I mean, sure. that's been a weird thing for me, because it's like, is this too dangerous? Am yeah. I doing something stupid? But I don't feel, I feel like it's worth it. Yeah. I think that, like, if 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 your kid's old enough to get away and understand and how to get home, then yeah. I think you should show them what these police are doing. It's true. She chose the, to be there. She's old enough. Yeah, yeah she did. Yeah. You were, yeah. I, the thing about the tear gas, tear gas is crazy, because you're like... You're standing there and you're like, yeah, fuck you. And then the wind picks up and it hits you and you're like, I, my eyes are burning out. And you're like, you're like, they can't do this. Like people all of a sudden are like, wait, they're not allowed to hurt us like this. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of those innocent folks that went out there to peacefully protest when they felt the burn of that for the first time, they were like, wait, th- there's what, this is what they've been doing the whole time. Mm-hmm. I think this that's why the been? crowd keeps getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. Was that mace or was it tear gas that hit us? The tear that gas was hit tear us gas. when you were there. Yeah, we did hit tear they gas. They weren't doing mace. mace. Yeah. At that point, they had just decided to fire tear gas mm-hmm. and flashbangs at people. Yeah, we didn't have a big line going. So basically, someone would launch a water bottle and then they would throw a tear gas back. Mm-hmm. That would that was the, the back and forth on that one. It was funny, though. I will say it was funny when it would become like a whole shower of water bottles. <laughs> it was, you know, and I, I tell you what, the, the, we did witness a situation. There was a standoff where the horses were going to try to run down these this line of people and a bunch of folks rushed behind them and they had to stop. And they gained, you know, 500 feet on us, but there was this standoff. And people did start launching water bottles and the crowd shut it down very quickly. The crowd was like, hey, if you want to, if you want to throw water bottles, get on the front fucking line and show them your face. Let them, yeah, like this, they were like, be a man, get out of here. Yeah. Be about it if you're out. And, and, you know, I think that there was cops launching the water bottles to start something. Um, that, at that moment when that happened, uh, it got really tense because about 60 water bottles went flying into the horses and the cops. They started pointing at people on who they thought it was. And we were standing in that same area. Mm-hmm. And that was the moment when after the, that happened, um, there was a bunch of people got afraid because they thought they were going to start fucking people up. And everyone started running. And this guy has this drum and he just goes in the boom, 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 boom. It just starts playing this rhythm mm-hmm. and everybody chills out. And like it, those instruments really do change this, change the energy because everybody was terrified. I mean, there was a moment of like someone would throw a water bottle and everybody was like, Oh shit. And they would just start. Yeah. And then, and then it would just go off. So, um, this water bottle goes flying. This guy plays the drums to chill everybody out and they fired a fucking concussion grenade right at him. It exploded in the tree right above him where we were standing. Five feet from us? Yeah. I turned around and saw the debris right behind us. And then Gwen was like, I think I'm done with this. And I was like, yeah, now's the time when you want to decide like how injured you want to be, you know, because they're really going for it. The other thing I want to say about you. And there's no safe place. Like they have, they, they have long range weapons. Yeah, the other he was like, "Oh, they won't launch at us. We're by the we're by the state house." I was like, (laughs) "Yeah, no, they will. They'll launch at any place. They would fucking light the state house on fire if they thought it would get us to leave." Right. Um, Another thing about it being at home is like, I remember when we were in D.C. after the inauguration, and they were throwing the flashbangs. It seemed so terrifying and so like. So, like, uh, overwhelming to be in this major city 
and not really know how to handle it. But here you can throw a flashbang. I know where I'm at and I know where to go and I know how to get around. Yeah. I mean, I've walked this entire city for fucking five years now, like yeah. all day. I know, ev I know where fucking everything is downtown. Also, also, I want to be clear. Like I can get away easier than a lot of people because the police just yeah well just could think that i'm just some guy that's downtown walking around i can like well, whoop, walk right out of the crowd but like um well yeah because that my maneuver I'm, what i've been doing actually is i wear a full covering that covers all my tattoos this is the first time in my life i regret having my tattoos yeah you would be in my same place where the police would probably just c consider you maybe even an ally or somebody yeah i mean i i, I mean i have enough of a look i mean so i wear a full cover-up and uh being made riding bikes like not having a car in columbus and riding my bikes uh, there was a pivotal moment where I was able to duck into this alley where, you know, I knew where it came out and I parked behind this building and basically took my clothes off and I wore like a biker. I wore like a, just a regular old, like one of those fucking quick wick, like climb a cool shirts or whatever it is mm -hmm. and shorts. And I looked just like a fucking biking asshole, you know, just a regular old IPA dad just driving, riding his bike around, yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, it's just, yeah. I mean, that's, that's like, the privilege that we have that we look it is but i yeah i mean i yeah and i you i mean i used it i mean i have it for a reason i've also at this point well i can't say it well but i don't mean don't say I, anything that's going to get us classified as antifa and thrown in jail yeah don't get no. classified as a terrorist or anything no i don't i just want to say that now also with the tattoo thing the other one no one has seen me without a beard in probably 15 years. So I have a getaway, get out of jail free guard. I can be a completely new person if I shave off the whole beard. If off, I go clean shaven, no one will know who the fuck I am. Get out of here. <laughs> There's That's no sick. facial recognition data with me with like my bare chin. Yeah, I do. I, I, I was, I'm not like doing much of anything down there. I like chant with people. And I'll like offer condolences to somebody who's been pepper sprayed. Like I not I don't I don't want to be like a problem, right? You know what You're I not mean? A striker. I just want to be a body that's yeah. there, and the police can hit me if it means they're not going to hit some little kid. And uh, that's the way I think about it. But again, I said this was a big joke we did in 2016 after the J20 protest. It's like the police half the time would be willing to hand me a can of mace if I asked them. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like, take over. Yeah, I can, I'm getting tired. Yeah. <laughs> I can walk up and ask them because of the way I look. I mean, I need to quit wearing the shirts. Yeah, you need to get more nine-line apparel. Yeah, I need a different shirt because I do have the shirts on, that the same shirts as a lot of the protesters. That's but, why I feel like I need to harden up my looks so I don't attract people like that because I get people to think I'm going to sympathize with their weird ass views true i'm so basic and yeah i just like to i don't know i, I don't mean want to be that's picked out in a being crowd going that's to the same being <laughs> basic is really the the i mean i've always been that way i've always just been like i, just I don't have in. any tattoos i don't have any earrings i don't have anything i'm you just a white dude that wears fucking lululemon shorts <laughs> and t-shirts and a hat and like, there's a thousand other ones of me, and in my city, every dude yeah. sounds like me. Yeah. yeah, like I am not a flashy dude I used at to, all. That was actually 
when we started stand up, one of my like bits that I was trying to develop was, um, I, like I try, I want to, I try to dress as square as possible, like, because that way you can disappear into a crowd. You know, like, no. Generally, yeah. yeah. I'm like plain shirt, plain hoodie. And you right. know, something Gap, that. Just clothes from the Gap and you look like every other person in Ohio. Yeah. Something that I am concerned about and, uh, partly because, you know, we, they're talking about holding the RNC and, you know, we need to get, we, me and Brett will be there. Yeah. I'm going to get an N95 for that one. Oh, what's an N95? The one, the, like the best mask for COVID particulates. Yeah. I also have, uh, uh, I think this is like carrying weed with me all day yesterday. No, that's a bad idea. I'm allowed. Oh, they can't do shit true. about my They're- weed. They would have to put my weed in. If they arrested me, they'd have to hold my weed for me. Yeah. Before and to give it to me on the way out the door. <laughs> Just saying, that's a little thing I have going on. Before. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I, when I left on Saturday, I was going to take, I was like going to bring some acid with me. And then I was like, well, I don't want to have just acid in my pocket. So I just took it all before I left. Fuck I had like man. Albert Hoffman bicycle ride on the way over and then got Liddy. It was fucking, it was sweet. I felt, I'm glad I felt you came very out. alert. I'm glad you came out. I mean, I had planned to be out there no matter what, but like it was it's even like, scary for the first few minutes because yeah. of COVID. Like uh, for the first few minutes, I was like, I got to fucking. Like, adjust my expectations to you're going to catch the coronavirus yeah. now. Because I figure I am. Yeah. But I we'll also know that Katie is getting tested, like, next week. So we will have a lot more information next yeah. week. You know what I mean? Yeah, what else is amazing is um when I got down to that protest and I was able to see, like, a bunch of people that go to wrestling with us. And it was just amazing to realize that I know what their eyes look. It's something about it was just incredible that I could recognize them by their fucking eyes. It was so cool. Yeah. And like, also, once again, I was tripping and I, I, as soon as I get off my bike, this guy stops and he was like, Hey man, thanks for coming out. I was like, yeah, I appreciate it. He's like, you know, this is all love. I'm like, yeah, I understand that, man. He's like, he's like, but you know what? We can do this all month long. We can do this all summer long. I was like, I agree, man. (laughs) It's time to do it. I've heard that a lot too. It's like, we can do this. It's, I mean, they fucking fired us from all of our jobs. Yeah. We can't, we We don't know how to make, we already know how to make rice rice and beans and all the struggle shit. Also, and I'm going to talk about this probably Wednesday a lot more is like, we are in a moment where the government has proven that they can't fucking do anything they just proved that they can't do anything and they can't protect us they can only beat us up and i think that's part of the the fuel for this yeah it's like this gov me and brett when we first started we're very we're probably still pretty naive but it was always like if people just stop paying attention to the government it'll be delegitimized you know and now it's like the government is being delegitimized yes they're in trouble yeah they're in i mean this i've never seen i think the united states was a fad yeah didn't well, 2016, I said, I've been saying for like a year and a half, I was like, ah, I just have this feeling that we're going to live in times of civil unrest. <laughs> and like, I've always been saying it. I, I think I go back and forth. I think that everybody feels like they're in the end times and like, this is the most epic time in history. And then you go look at history from a b- bird's eye view and it's like, it's always been the end of times. Right? Yeah. Yeah. The but presidency is different. Yes. Is by a, a, the, there's a game show host as the president. I know. 
And like it, a we white live supremacist in one. He's, a white supremacist game show segregationist. Host. Yeah, right now. is the president. So I think people are already on edge about that. And I think that like you know the first night this is going on, he's talking about shooting people, and like that just brought more people out. They yeah. should be very. They need to start like they need to form some kind of coherent proposal to people to fucking let them know that they are working on this and that something is going to happen or people are going to keep doing this. There is resolve out there. Yep. And the city in Columbus, I've never felt this way in this city. Like there's so much love and so much admiration for each other. And like, it's so united. I yeah. the, the, like the people that are posting about looters and rioters and shit like that. They're in the fucking suburbs. Yeah. They don't fucking know anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're playing cornhole while they post that. They get pissy when their neighbor's kids cry. They don't yeah. care about their neighbor. They don't yeah. care about others. And, and, and I've always said, like, when you go to the city, it's love. People who live together love each other and yeah. they choose to live in population centers because they care about each other and because they love people. And like, you're not going to be able to separate us anymore. Yeah. We all know that our neighbors are on our side. There yeah. are people driving by honking their horns. Everywhere. People are piling out of their houses as the march walks by and holding their fists up and there's signs everywhere. And even the businesses that boarded up their windows as a precaution are writing messages on their windows saying, we are with you. Now, who knows if they're doing that for what reason? <laughs> but like, I, I think that like a place like Soul Classics, I think they are with us and they put a really nice message on the oh, front of theirs their was building. amazing. Yeah. yeah. Soul Classics sold me a fucking pair of shoes. You bought shoes? Uh, no, I'm going to get them whenever yeah. they rebuild. But yeah, basically they got looted and they put up a big cardboard. They put up a big uh, piece of particle board and on it, it said, we have ignored, uh, mistreated and forgotten all of the youth uh, in our city, uh, we need to spend more, spend less time shutting our do doors tighter and spend more time opening our hearts wider. Yeah. Did they really get looted? Cause I saw a guy with one of their bags yesterday. I don't, walking. I don't think they I don't did. think they got looted. They I didn't. think they just, there was, that was a, a speculation thing. Because there was a guy actually marching next to me yesterday holding a Soul Classics bag that just got swept up because he was like, I'm shopping. And he's yeah. just like, Hey, we did I saw people walk off fucking patios. We did it today when we went, uh, so. I took a, I, I followed from OSU all the way downtown and we passed, pa, uh, past a patio and we started saying out of the streets, into the bars, out of the streets, into the bars. And some guy was like, Ugh! he was just all wasted and shit. And he just put his arms out like fuck it and started walking with us. And everybody was like, woo. <laughs> <That's> so cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we I were just... like, we were telling, we were like, join us. There was people that kept doing like fists and all this. And we were like, Come on, this yeah. is happening. Well, yeah, when we standing chanted, in front of a GameStop right now. When we chanted through uh, the short north yesterday, one of the chants was "Come outside, come outside." You know, yeah. I, people are lazy, general, generally, and you can't drink white claws while you're protesting. Although you probably get away with it, you know. But that's what it is. They don't want to get an open container violation, yeah. probably, because that's what people do is they get drunk on the weekends. So 
I did have a very grumpy old man moment. Um, on Saturday after like going through all of that, basically what happened on Saturday is I saw this like skate rat kid, um, stand in the middle of the street and these cops drove a fucking battering ram at him. And he just said out loud, he was like, well, I guess you're going to have to fucking hit me then. And they like slammed on the brakes and they were so close. They were inches away from him. And then I rode my bike home and I'm riding through Clintonville and there's these two fucking kids that have like fresh haircuts and pastel colored North Face shirts and they're carrying their skateboards. Like it's just an accessory, you know, like I was so mad. I wanted to, I was just in my head. I was like, you want to be a fucking skater? Go the troubles downtown. Go skate downtown. Go do a kickflip off this fucking cop cars. I was so mad. So what I did is uh, I saw him cross the street and I got so frustrated. I went to, and I couldn't be mean to him. So all I said was, are you boys just going to carry those skateboards? <laughs> and then I drove away. <laughs> and then I started just laughing hysterically at how corny I was. <laughs> L- like literally like the modern day old man. Yeah, I really like, went up to a bad posers. Pl- yes. <laughs> I didn't call them posers. But I wish. That's what made me remind me of the word as well. So we got to get to the calls. People on the phone. Yes. Please be cool tonight. And their calls are piling in and we got other people calling in so we're gonna have to be concise tonight yeah you hear me kush waffles you gotta be concise kush waffles don't call in if you weren't there (laughs) (laughs) yeah kush we'll be back next week probably all right you ready yep let's do it thanks for calling street fight who are we talking to tonight hey uh is this me this is hey hey this is nick up in uh, northwest ohio How's, How you guys doing tonight? How's it going up there? Uh, are Youngstown? Am I wrong? Uh, no, no, Toledo area. Toledo. Toledo. What's going on in Toledo? Yeah. Well, I was on the ground yesterday. Um, I joined up with just like a uh, peaceful, like, you know, march that turned into the larger rally. And so my homies, Zach and I, we'd gone up there together. Uh, we started walking away from the downtown area. And, you know, because, like, we were at the back of the crowds when all the speakers were done, we're like, all right, let's, uh, you know, kind of hike, let's uh, try to get back to the car, you know? And so, not two minutes after we started leaving, shit started popping off, right? Uh-huh. Um, so we're driving back, you know, uh, we get to this one intersection, and, you know, we start to see traffic backing up, and we're like, oh, fuck, this must, uh, what the fuck's going on? And, uh, we see this fucking, like, APC, and there's a cop up, uh, out of the window. He's got, like, a, he's got that fucking, like, grenade launcher. He's yeah. He's, like, popping off at people. The knee uh, knocker thing? Like, all right. The big bullet? Yep, thing yep. Yeah, uh, you guys actually like the post of, uh, mine, last of, like, one of those. Okay. Uh, so anyway, yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyway, we're like, all right, fuck this. We got to like get out. It's our duty as like white allies. You know, we got to like fucking document this. We got to like bring visibility, you know? So we park, uh, we get out and just start like following all this shit down. Uh, just like this main road here, you know? Uh-huh. And, um, so have you ever heard the, uh, the fucking like, um, the phrase like battle fatigue or like thousand yards stare? Yeah. Uh, I kind of feel like that's what's like, going on right now, you know, because like I have so many like clear flashes of memories, but I don't remember huge parts of yesterday. I remember yeah. at one point uh, the coolest man in the world just like walking out in front of the APC with a boombox and it's blasting fuck the police, and he's like glaring at them with his chin down. Uh, I remember like 
crossing paths with an acquaintance of mine and like this fucking tear gas canister going off like right at our feet. Um, I remember this badass moment where we had like all the, the fucking like riot cops boxed in. And I remember these two super fucking like, traumatic, um, to watch arrests where like eight cops swarmed on like one individual guy. And then the worst bit was like, we we're down by this one restaurant, right? Uh, there's like this super petite girl like sitting on the corner. And one of the, like, fucking wooden bullets, like, one of those dudes at point-blank range just, like, shoots her in the steamer and, like, broke her leg. Oh, shit. Yeah, fuck. God damn. Fuck, dude. Was she even yeah. part of it, or was she just mine on her own? I, she was part of it, yeah. Okay, okay. And but- I heard her at one point yell about how somebody had pointed her out to be, like, shot at. Got it. Wow. Yeah, they do a lot of that. But, like, yeah. yeah. But, like, as soon as, like, she was down, she had, like, you know, eight people with, like, medic patches just, like, boom, swarm around her and, like, get her out. Yeah. Yeah, which is badass. But, you know, it's just, like, fucking, God, damn, it's dude. Like there's a need for that many medics, but it's amazing that these people are able yeah. to dedicate their skills and their resources. Yeah. Yeah. Just, like, respond so quickly, too, you know? Mm-hmm. So like, that was yesterday, and, and like here in my hometown, like we had another uh, we had another protest going on. Uh, so I tagged uh, up with my MMA coach, and uh, he, others from the gym, myself, we were uh, just, like passing out water, passing out pizza, cookies. We had first aid ready to go. Uh, fortunately, there wasn't anything that like, popped off, but um, you know, at least we were there if it needed. Yeah, that's great. So, Thank yeah. you. Where, where was this? Yeah, that's been... Nor- uh, Wait, what? Oh, this was uh, Northwest Ohio? Toledo Northwest area? Ohio, Toledo yeah. area. Yeah. How, be- how how many uh, people the- do you think were out there? Uh, shit, let's see. Today, because I'm in like a small town, probably about a thousand people. Yesterday, if I really had to estimate, probably close to 5,000 maybe. Oh, wow. Ours was yeah. seemed bigger today, to be honest. This, we were talk. I was talking yeah. to our buddy Greg. And we were, th- we had an Alec and we had, they had heard an estimate of 800 earlier, but, uh, that was before all of the different groups of people converged on the statehouse yeah. today. So the number is, uh, is getting bigger every single day. Yeah. Is then, what I can, yeah. just from looking at it, I can tell. Yeah. That. It's hard to know who to, who, I mean, you don't want to do a roll call, but like, and you can't trust their yeah. numbers because like wrestling lies about having more people in the seats. They're going to lie about having less people out there. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I did remember one other flash. Uh, apparently the credit union had a uh, broken into yesterday. Badass. Uh, Cause like Pat, the, just like, yeah, uh, flight units took like it took us like past the uh, police credit union. Yeah, uh, the window was busted out, and someone had spray painted ACAB over it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they don't keep any money out in those places, and if they do, good for the people that get in there. You know, I saw them replacing yeah, an yeah. ATM today as I was walking yeah. down the street, and I was like, "Damn, somebody got either lucky or didn't." get anything i mean i guess yeah right well thanks for calling in buddy we got a bunch of calls absolutely uh yeah appreciate Keep it, it going, guys. you guys are giving me life peace like <laughs> we're what ha- what is happening right now is uh the reason i'm not as present is i'm helping jake uh flores get a google voice set up so he can call us yeah we were gonna have jake flores call in as our special guest but the police destroyed his phone threw away his phone confiscated i don't know what's going on with it 
they got his phone. He's he's on an iPad. You ever had? You ever lived that life? I'm literally about to send mine out for a little bit of cash, actually, and it's like an iPad four. So it's like giant. Oh, no, no, I, no, no, I mean, I I, no, 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 no. I mean, live your life iPad as a phone. Like I used to carry around like a messenger bag with my iPad in it because that was my motherfucking phone. Was it hooked up to mobile or did <laughs> yeah. it just work? Okay, because yeah. I was gonna say I've had a time where I didn't have a plan and I would just use this basically yeah. as like an iPad that you know. I've done that too. <laughs> but, I gotta go take my iPad to that machine and sell it. You can sell those motherfuckers. Can, so it yeah. give you like forty bucks for it. Apple will pay you. They'll send you like a kit and you can send it back and they'll give you like a gift card. Or some oh, shit. Fuck that! I don't yeah. need gift cards. That's fair. I'm. I'm gonna get some AirPods, <laughs> goddammit. I'm gonna get some AirPods, I'm not gonna pay full price. Can't use them for right. the radio, so, you know, it's like pointless. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Ready? The next, next call. call, yeah. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Greetings, motherfuckers. Uh, it's been a long day. It's the boy Weed Wars. <laughs> so, Greetings, Lansing, Michigan, after the whole fucking protest down here. So, how was it? actually here. Okay, I want to reference by saying, allegedly. Yep. Allegedly. Yep. Oh, I have the shittiest luck. Now, I did not go down there originally for rioting. And now, I was down in downtown Lansing for an actually completely legitimate and good cause. My aunt, who is taking care of her young, her young uh, granddaughter, her son is living with her. I volunteered out of the goodness of my heart to fix their computer. It was right up to downtown Lansing. I fixed it a few days ago. Got it up and running. I was going to bring it back Sunday. Then this shit kicked off. And I figured, hey, why don't I see if I can at the very least possibly steal some stuff from Clemson Collectibles? They call it Summit Comics now, but fuck it. I'm calling it by its original name before they got corporatized. Fuck those guys. Mm-hmm. So I'm down there. Now, I'm not going to give away too many details to avoid incriminating myself, but I'm going to give a few notes I took ass because if you're wondering why I'm still in a good now, uh, when I got to my aunt's house and got the computers up, me and my cousin talked about life, all this shit, and both a ton of weed on my auntie's porch. Uh, so I'm good. So That's great. So here's what I... What, what, so here's was the, the, what Was it just pepper spray? Was it all pepper spray and grenades and all that shit? Oh, this is where it gets fucking hilarious. They got pissed off because somebody threw a fucking trash can to the Chase Bank and that up like, bitch, there's a fucking MSU Federal Credit Union across the street and a, and a Comerica down there. One of them was gonna get fucked up, so stop your bitching. At least, gotta you go know what I'm, I'm saying. Chase sucks. Yeah. Gotta go for the big guys. It's quite hilarious. Oh, no. Do you know? I don't know if actually, you know the ironic part? What the ironic part? The Chase in downtown East Lansing is actually physically the smallest building out of all of them. The biggest one is a bad, ugly Comerica building that looks like some weird, brutalist architecture. It looks it looks like it should have, like, the face of, like, Mussolini plastered on the front of that bitch. It's so ugly. And it's connected, and it's actually built into the building that is a city hall and the land and the police department building is fucking ugly. Um, but I want to say a few things. Number one, you have not lived till you watched a cop catch the Dan Flutie from a from a guy trying <laughs> trying to avoid his like tear gas canister that he shot at him. Like it's the funniest shit ever. Like they were getting hit off a few times. It was like 
There was like, this pretty uh, yesterday, and uh, I I heard about a few cops getting some blowback. So yeah, it's pretty right. damn funny. Oh, I I have not oh I have not felt this I have not felt this alive since that journalist threw his shoes at George W. Bush. <laughs> I wasn't gold. Oh, this is that's for damn sure. Oh, this is oh this is beautiful. It is like. It's it's like hearing a cover of Long Tall Long Tall Sally covered by Death Grip. It's beautiful. Yeah. Oh. Of course, you've got to so, remember why we're there. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, you know fuck the police, fuck twelve. You know, I didn't vote for Whitmer either. Yada yada yada. But you know, good thing is we proved to these motherfuckers that we are not to be best with, and you know. I want to add another, the second point to the original two points. Who actually thought, who, who actually thought that just because LTD is in the middle of downtown Lansing, this was actually going to work out well for them? We know every exit they have on there. Like, there's literally one garage that you go out of. So pretty much everywhere around the building, if you've lived their whole life, you know where everything they could send everything out of. Mm-hmm. So pretty much everywhere else is out in the open. So essentially, you know, I digress. Point is, it wasn't as strategically sound as they thought. Yeah. Third point, and I want to say this is a final point to everybody out there. Um, Please stop bitching about the restaurant that got burnt that out there. They're all a bunch of fucking boomer-ass restaurants for the professional managerial class of Lansing anyway. So it's not like we lost anything, especially Chili downtown. Fuck that cop bar. Fuck that place. I'm glad that place, I'm glad that place is probably a smoldering pile of, I don't know, pick yeah. it after the here. Everybody's but, always like, oh, but the small businesses. I was like, there's a lot of shitty small businesses that would be... No, no, no. Do you know how much I call bullshit on why they say that? <laughs> the only... There's barely any small businesses. There's like a fucking firehouse sub down there. I'm not bullshitting. <laughs> there's a fucking firehouse sub in the building. And everyone's bitching about that. They don't even have good brisket. Fuck yeah. those guys. I, like good riddance, I hope they actually put in some good restaurants. I'll even take Conrad's, Conrad's Grill in downtown Lansing, even though arguably everyone in Lansing will agree with me, they're pretty much the bar food sport to the Lansing food scene, but I forget. But, you showed them what's for, and that's good. And I'd like to leave you all with a very simple joke today, to get everyone else on the call line. Listen up. <clears throat> What did what did the first cop in Minneapolis say when he saw the target on fire? What did he say? Aw, oh, damn. I oh damn, I was supposed to go there after work. They had a sale on white sheep. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, one out. for the road. <laughs> That's one. Peace out, you dime bag Daryl. Go ahead. Yeah, peace out, you dime bag Daryl looking motherfuckers. <laughs> yep. Every day, cemetery gates, bro. We go, we go right to them. Peace out, Kush Waffles. That was probably your best call ever. One of my favorites. Thanks for fighting the good fight and finding reasons uh, to be out there that involve computer repair. You gotta have, you gotta have some sort of like, you know. No, I'm not protesting. I'm, I'm on a bike ride. I'm, I'm helping my grandma. You said, was it your aunt? I'm helping my aunt. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm late for work, actually. You're holding me up. I really want to get back to work. I'm a strong patriot. <laughs> All right. You ready for this next one? 
Brian, you, Brian's working out the Jake Flores situation. <laughs> I think that we probably have 15 minutes of songs we could play, but you want to see what this next person has to say? Yeah. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who the fuck are we talking to tonight? Hey, what's up, am I on? Yeah, it's you. Hell yeah, what's up? Dallas Keller from up in Cleveland. Oh, hey, buddy. How's it going? Uh, it's fucking going. I was uh, out there yesterday at fucking uh, the Justice Center. Um, what was fucking the situ- situation like? Was it just peaceful protesting and then dealing with all the weaponry deployed on you? Oh, well, fucking, there's a whole story there. So, yeah, it was people protesting, like, about, like, 1 o'clock to fucking... I say about three thirty, like you know, we fucking like marched from the free stand all the way over to Public Square Park, and then started moving back. At that point in time, like a bunch of fucking cops had like sort of like piled up by the Ontario entrance to the Justice Center, which is like police stations slash courthouse slash fucking jail, and um. It was weird. So either way, we were fucking like, you know, people were like gathering up around like, like line of cops. It was like maybe like six, ten cops like in front of this fucking doorway. And I saw the weirdest fucking shit in the world and it fucking, I just want to fucking kick myself in the face for it. But, um, because, you know, everyone like online was like, yeah, make sure you're not like feeling the protest, you're doing this, doing that. And I'm like Mr. like fucking on my goddamn phone. So I just ignored my phone. I had the shit in airplane mode doing the whole deal. Type. But what But what fucking happened was we saw fucking like two dudes. There was like a dressed like protesters. There's like a short black dude and like a taller, like skinny white guy, both masked up. They went behind this column with a book bag and dropped it off to another fucking cop. And um Weird. had like a brief conversation and then fucking like started walking away. And I was like, those are fucking undercovers. And I, like, yelled after him, like, those are undercovers, those are, and I fucking want to kick my, like, just should have taken some goddamn fucking photos. But either way, like, probably about five, ten minutes after that, the fucking first, like, cop car blew up. Wow. So, I don't know if there's, like, some signal type shit, like, I don't know, we're, like, fucking all conspiracy fucking bill shit, but, yeah, and just like, the way... We we were getting we were getting information as we marched. People were saying, "Hey, cops are wearing gray wristbands today," so they were telling people, you know, to look out for that type of stuff. They like have there was the, things they were they're there, just like I'm putting on a gray wristband. That's how you'll know I'm one of your friends, cops. You don't know about color of the day? No idea. New York City developed this system called the color of the day, where you would have to wear like a prominent item of a clothing for the color color of the day because the New York City police killed an undercover black officer because they didn't know he was a cop. Oh. And so they do They just act. can't resist killing a black guy. They just cannot just not do it, you know? And they don't respect, yeah. It's, it's awful. Yeah, fucking, so... And then shit escalated from there. Also, there's reports that basically few water bottles got thrown, and that's when the fucking tear fucking gas, yep. like, started flying. And I have to say... I don't know if it's because I just smoke indoors all the time or what, but, like, I was, like, probably, like, 40 to 70 miles away from, like, the tear gas at any given moment, and there were people right next to me that were the same distance that were having a way worse time with it. 
And well, we, uh, we'll get closer. Uh, that means you need to be closer. If you got a higher tolerance, I had somebody tell me they're like, I cook with habanero oil. Or I'm like, well, you get to the very front then. Go take a blast. My of ass cannot. I go cannot on, handle go, it. Go get on hot ones. The hot ones is right there. Yeah. That's the challenge. I thought I was gonna. I was like the biggest baby of all time, dude. I, I was doing gas. the. Ooh, you heard it. Ooh. I, I was like working out. I was doing like my fire up beast mode sounds and was just. Do you like, guys Fuck uh, this. soak your? Uh, well, we figured out that you can, like, fucking, like, soak your, like, mask, like, bandana or whatever. And it, like, significantly, like, fucking, like, lowers the shit that comes in. So if you, like, wet your bandana or, like, bath, fucking, it makes it a whole fuck of a lot better, like, when it starts coming at you. I mean, your eyes are still gonna, like, fucking feel it. It was bad, but, yeah. Yeah, so, fucking, we were basically, like, just posted up on a corner, just, like, looking out, fucking yelling, fucking for cop movements and shit like that, and then just wetting down people's masks. But it was fucking just wild as shit. And then the fucking most annoying goddamn thing was we fucking got home, I don't know, probably around, like, 7.30 or something, and then, like, fucking the uh, goddamn city called in at 8 p.m. curfew. Mm-hmm. And I got an alert on my phone, like an Amber Alert type thing, about this 8 p.m. curfew at motherfucking 8.55 p.m. Goddamn. Wow. Yeah, they really so just want you to fuck up so they can, yeah. <laughs> well, that's their excuse. I mean, yeah, the, the, the curfew is their, that is their legal reason to start hurting people that's when they can say uh, you know well this person was out past curfew so we had to fucking beat the shit out of them and then they're fucking extending it and they've also like shut down fucking like so there's like i guess right now they even right now people shit. trapped at the fuck- down. yeah fucking <laughs> sucks yeah, yeah I-, I don't know that's pl- no go ahead that's go ahead. the uh oh sorry. yeah that's that's the my cleveland report give or take fucking uh love it Undercovers. Um, shit was wild. Doing shit. But I'll let you guys get back to it. Fucking posterity and you have a great night. Have yeah, a great night, it. buddy. Mr. Worldwide of AIW Wrestling. Check oh, that out. was Alex? Yeah. I missed his name. I was working on tech stuff. Okay, don't take a call. You ready? Ready. All right. This is my success in action right here. Is it? This is my finest success. Yeah, you're going to hear it or whatever. But you Yo. did tech support. Jake! During the show. Hey, man, how are you? I'm great. Can we turn him up? Can anybody, can, in the chat, Yeah. can you hear Jake? I hear him. I hear barely him? hear him. Yeah, he's very low. Okay. I can uh, try to throw Jake is very quiet. Like a headset? Hold yeah, on. try a headset real quick. Look, this is my moment. This was my moment, Jake. This was my big moment where I figured something out on my own. And now, well, with Jason's help, but I was really working hard. Jake, what's up? Can you give us some, some, a little bit of, what do you have for breakfast, Jake? Uh, yo, okay. Pepper spray. Jake! Can you hear me better now? We can hear you. This is great. All right, holy shit. Listen, no one has ever called into the college show without using a phone. This has never been attempted. That's We're true. <laughs> history. Yeah, yeah. It was hard to figure out, but we figured it out. So how you feeling today, man? 
Uh, you know, I'm all banged up and shit, but I'm not like really permanently injured. Other than I think my wrist got a little bit more fucked up than it usually is. Yeah. So but, uh, for those of you that don't know, Jake Flores, host of the Pod Damn America podcast, also uh, toured with us. Uh, well, came out for the variety show in Columbus, and then we did uh, Harrisburg with you as well. You're supposed to come to Florida before COVID. Um, but maybe we'll perform at like protests. Maybe we'll just travel from city to city and just do our little act uh, on the state house lawn that of every state house lawn that's been taken over. Embarrassing. Uh, that would be so embarrassing. Um, you imagine yeah. doing comedy at these. Things? I think it should. I think there should be music stages set up. I think there should be education centers. I think we have to rethink what these buildings are. I mean, we can't just keep doing the same thing that the buildings have been used for. True. They're public grounds now. Yeah. You know, I know a comic who did that actually in jail during the like Black Lives Matter stuff way back in like 2015, 2016. But he is black, and I think that added an element of sure. like, uh, it was way cooler than what we are discussing attempting here. Yeah. <laughs> Doing our stupid podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what is, I mean, when did you start going out? Did you go out Friday, Jake? Yeah, I went on Friday a little bit, and uh, I was at Barclays where shit kind of popped off, but I, uh, I kind of missed the action. I, def- I missed that that uh, van being set on fire, which is troubling. It's rough. It feels like a miss. I miss seeing a van get set on fire. I don't know. It bugged me a little bit. But um, Yeah, we got to yeah. see that limo on fire at J20, and it was like the tightest shit ever. I know. <laughs> Yeah, listen, you know, a lot of people are going to guilt white agitator anarchists or whatever about uh, being here. Don't, as long as you're here, some of this shit is cool. There's no way of separating that from the whole reality of what's happening. A fucking limo set on fire, soak it in for a minute. Cool yeah. fucking thing you're all year. Yeah, none of us are outside agitators. This is all America. We're all together in this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, I did you see a lot of, like, white anarchist type people causing trouble because I really didn't see that in Columbus. No, no. And that's the fucking thing, man. I was out in the streets last night in Brooklyn when I got arrested and like honestly, I was looking around. I was in Brooklyn, where far far away from the Williamsburgs and the Bushwicks where, you know, everything's really gentrified and white. The whole time I was like, where the fuck are all the white people, you know? And I think it's possible that these people got discouraged because of that shit. It's also possible it's just a geographic thing. But, like, you, that, you're, we need white people. You're a fucking wall, you know? So, uh. If, I mean, if, yeah, if, I mean, if white, we gotta beat up our dads. Like, white people have to beat up our dads. <laughs> this is what this is about for us. Like, we were trained to be racist as kids, and we have to kill our family members. It's our now. jobs to beat up our dads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then you went out Saturday during the day. Were you out all day yesterday? I was out for a while. Um, I, uh, full story and everything will be on, you know, I guess, but like, just to give you like a little recap, I went, it was really funny, I, I went to a white part of Brooklyn, honestly, to Ken Army Plaza first, and like, there were it was way less intense, and there were just there was like a like a lib lady out there just yelling like everyone needs to donate to nonprofits. Lib <laughs> <laughs> shit. I saw. Can I tell you, Jake? I saw a guy that was walking down the line of cops as they were macing people, 
and he was just going, you're on the wrong side of history. You're, and he was said it to every single one of them down the line. And I was like, you know what? Good point. He's right. You yeah, know I, I mean? can't refute that one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let them do the Harry Potter and stuff out there. Whatever it takes, you know, let them out in the field and in the front line. I'm into it. Right. Like it, you said, some, you just have to hear the the crack of that, like, concussion grenade, or you have to feel the sting, and it just immediately... Like, when we were in J20, it, it honestly, I mean, at this point, it felt... It was like a six-hour tantrum, and a lot of people did get into big, serious trouble for it, but it was just such a localized thing, and to know that, like, when you're out there at the State House, and then you get on your phone, and everybody else is out there on the State House, it's very... It, it's, like, builds this momentum, but one of the... One of our things I remember from J20 was just this lady that was standing near a tree, and this uh, concussion grenade goes off right by her head, and she just goes like white as a sheet and starts freaking out falls over and these like you know crust punk medics just start coming up and yeah. you know this lady looks like any other fucking bank manager you've seen and i have to feel like in that moment she understood like w the problems of the police a lot more than she did before yeah some of these libs are turning man something real is happening some yeah. of them are not i mean on, we i it was i drove through like I, I rode my bike all the way down Hyde Street in in you know there's there are communities in the city that are very much protected and and more suburban and insular and uh there was on the way there there was like three fucking house moms with black lives matter signs walking in front of the Krogers and everybody honking horns like not just one like person being bold like i screamed black lives matters at them and then the whole intersection just started going crazy with horns i saw yesterday i saw it was like a huge group of like moms and kids like by the school mm -hmm. like broadway and high yeah, yeah clinton i um, posted this on i posted this on my twitter today mm -hmm. but there was the most symbolic thing was there was this smaller white woman that was like probably early 20s and she wrote her message on the back of a Franzia box. I saw them was today. holding it up. <laughs> I saw them today. <laughs> and I was like, you're perfect. There was Don't also, change. There was also a guy that was like, had the best sign ever. It was just the top of an air fryer box. But... <laughs> They, those are made with a handle in them. So he could just palm it like this and hold it straight up above his head. It was built in. And he was just holding an air fryer box. <laughs> Man, by the end of this, there's going to be just like white women out there with like fancy X fonts and stuff. And like, they're going to bring a cricket out there. Yeah. And I, I'm here for it. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. My daughter made a Black Lives Matter sign for the front yard. We're, we're, we're flying the Black Lives Matter sign in the front yard, which, listen, I know I was a coward about getting a pool, but I am not going to let my <laughs> landlord bully me into taking this down. Sure. <laughs> yeah, we'll, well burn Jake, it down. We'll burn that place down. I'm go make sure you listen to Pod Damn America, because you obviously, that's Jake's podcast, and he's going to explain the, the jail time. How was jail? Can we ask you that? Yeah, man. I mean, jail was, uh, was interesting. I've, I've grown a bit as a aging punk or whatever. Like, used to be something, uh, you know, mouth off in jail, and then I turned into somebody who foolishly thought I could reason with cops. Also, not a thing. Yeah. And uh, you know, after being, I mean, I got, I got fucking tackled. The reason I have a phone is just hold my phone, and fucking ten cops jumped on me and shit and uh tased me and then pulled me back in the precinct or whatever and uh you know after that i mean at f first honestly 
I thought, oh, shall I go to the tombs? And that's like a corona sentence for sure. Mm-hmm. And I also thought that I might have warrants out that I hadn't checked on. Yeah, that And that sucks. I would be... I would be in for a long time, and as soon as I realized it wasn't happening, I was like, oh, I almost died. Okay, well, now I don't really give a shit about anything. Uh, I just kind of was chilling in, like, the paddy wagon, and there was a black dude next to me who was pretty smart who was kind of, you know, holding court and talking to the cops, and I, I kind of just deferred to him and let him kind of lead everything or whatever. But, like, honestly, talking to those cops is so funny because, like, they're, they're I, I used to, you know, I, I like making the cops, I think they're stupid, but I also... More so now, just think that they are in, like, a cult. It's like talking about, like, improv students or Scientologists or something. <laughs> like, there's all these levels and shit. And they're like, you don't understand. No, my, I got to get to the next level. I'm like, I, I'm sure you do, buddy. Like, you know, great. I, <laughs> we're, not, we're just living in two different universes, you know? And so, no, I, I, it really was interesting because, like, they, they were talking about how, like, they didn't understand why you know, we weren't, why we were protesting the NYPD. Like, the NYPD mm-hmm. didn't do the Minneapolis right. thing. And, like, people are like, well, you kill people all the time. But, but beyond that, you know, it's, this isn't about individual events. This is about the entire fucking thing. And no one seems to really be able to get their head around this thing is you shouldn't have this. Like, this job shouldn't exist. It's not about you personally, dude. It's like you should just be doing something else and we'd all be fucking better off. Yeah. And they kept trying to do this shit where they were like, hey, pal, we don't want to be here either. It's like... Well, you know that Don't. fucking choice, you know? <laughs> yeah, quit. Yeah. Stop doing it. So much You're money. Not it's money. <laughs> it's just so much money, you know? It's like when, when you're holding on to that paycheck and you already have fairly loose morals. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's kind of like, well, I mean, I, I was thinking about that yesterday that, like, there is a possibility that the Columbus police are like, why are you doing this? We didn't kill the guy. And it's like, you've killed a fucking ton of guys, you know? And children. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They, and, and like our, our police department, I mean, Columbus just isn't a place that riots. You were just, or I, I hate saying riot, but it's not a place that does gatherings or anything like this. You were just here. It's the most milquetoast city that's ever existed. And the fact that it blew up the way that it did was like, was kind of a shock to me. Well, that's and that's what I said to Brian was like he was like I can't believe it's happening here and I'm like but in order for it to happen it has to happen everywhere and that includes here. Yeah, I was thinking about that last night. I was like cuz it's happening everywhere. Like I wonder how far down that goes from the scale like the really small towns if there's just like I saw- one guy, you know, and one cop towns. and they're just like Ah, like yelling at each other. And <laughs> yeah, I saw up. six people in Flower Mound, Texas, standing on the uh, on the side of the interstate <laughs> with a bunch of fucking signs. Somebody just right. posted that they're small, like they live in a village and they have a curfew tonight, just to head off any problems that might have happened. Like I, people, <laughs> people that are are in the suburbs are scared of everything. Oh yeah, they're like they live there because they're afraid of everything. Right. <laughs> Well, also yeah. Columbus. I mean, I think we have one. We ha- we are among the worst when it comes to police offenses, yeah. and we have a higher rate of uh, of people killed by the peace police being black than most other places. It's a serious problem here. I mean, we had a undercover officer that was raping sex workers and killed one mm-hmm. um, uh, after she pulled a knife on him. So, th- I mean, this place is just absolutely. Uh, 
Oh, I mean, oh. Zach Rosen still Zach works. Rosen he still, still works. patrols the streets, and he we they, we got he's killed. He killed Henry Green. I think it was Henry Green. It might be somebody. It, was it might Henry be Green. a different person. He killed Henry Green. He was in plain clothes. He jumped out of a car. He chased him and shot him in the back. And he also then was caught on camera after he got back out, kicking a handcuffed guy in the back of the head. Same yeah. fucking guy. And he's out on the street. He's probably downtown right now having the time of his life, kicking the shit out of Pete. Yeah. Yeah, you can really see the guys that are out there that are like, they've been like waiting for this. Oh, it's yeah. weird. Some of them look scared, but some of them are like into it you did know did you see the video of this fucking dweeby ass cop he was like maybe five five and he was like hey, he video came character rocking like he was rocking back and rocking forth and like and licking smirking. it licking his lips yeah, and just like a little yeah he looked like he was in a fight game it was basically yeah. like the yeah. it was like his rest rest bobble back and mm -hmm. forth before he gets in a fight i think yeah. my favorite thing is when they thought that uh atlanta brought out a child militia and it turned out it was just a teeny tiny little boy cop <laughs> it went viral yesterday and i was like i don't think they have yeah, a child militia and then fucking it was just a cop he's like i'm a cop man i'm of age yeah another video i'm a man <laughs> i'm a man i'm not a teeny tiny little boy that poops and pees in his pants he was just a short clip but it was a woman like just grilling a tiny cop She's oh, like, yeah. baby ass bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Every cop either is like a like a tiny boy who's just in like a mountain of gear, like basically inside of a Gundam, or they're so fat they're like spilling out of their clothes, like uh, the 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 blueberry girl and Willy Wonka. There's no medium cops. I like the I like when the I like when the vest only covers their chest to like yeah like where it just gets past their chest and then they're walking around it's like dude you got a like real weak spot there that anybody can get to i'm just letting you know you know <laughs> well jake thanks for calling in man it's so good to hear from you i you know we miss you and uh wish we could have done that tour but we will be back yeah together yeah it's good to talk to you guys man someday on the other end we'll do it for sure. Thanks thanks for calling in, Jake. I appreciate you going through all that to get on the air. Yeah, for sure. Peace, dude. All right. Uh, still 20 minutes till break. Yep. So, Keep more calls. Rolling with the calls. Next call. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? I had something to say. Hey, what's up, Street Fight? This is Jonathan in L.A. What's up, Jonathan? How's... Well, I know how things are going, but uh, what's up in L.A.? <laughs> Nothing, nothing. Um, well, there's a lot going on. Right, I take show. <laughs> if, 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 yeah. I have to say, if, if we had Melrose Avenue, I would have been shopping at 1 a.m. Oh, oh yeah. God. I would have been. <laughs> just... Hey, we almost made it into Beverly Hills last night. I know. Oh, wow. I know. That's what was the thing I was looking at. It, I was like, is this fair? Are, are they are they at Fairfax yet? And can I request some things? <laughs> I have a yeah. few shirts I would I... like to own. <laughs> I need yeah, those supreme I was, I was cargo in, I was pants. In Fairfax on the street. What was that? I'm sorry. I was in Fairfax on the street. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. where were what what were you up to this weekend? Well, so you know, I've been I was I've been watching all this stuff on my various feeds and on the news and everything, and it's it's you know just very important to show up and be counted as someone. You know who 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 is against 
you know, racist policing and who believes that Black Lives Matter. Yep. Which is what this is all about, right? Yeah, and I, I, and I, so I knew I would regret it if I didn't, if I didn't go out, and even if I don't do anything that's confrontational, just go out and be counted. But yeah. there were other things that happened. Yeah, well, be confrontational. Yeah, I, I want to give a shout out because you you answered that. Uh, Mauer Roden in the chat says, uh, "I send you a hello from Uruguay and try to be not more racist, you North Americans." <laughs> <laughs> so I think you did that. I think I think I'm, you answered the call from Uruguay. Okay, so yeah. Uh, first, first of all, I really like Jake's show and like his feed. I, I can't hear his audio, but I'll go back and watch it in the replay. No big deal. Um, oh, yeah. That probably yeah, people hear it. Yeah. I'll just catch it on the replay. But, um, yeah, I was down there, and I live just a few towns up, so I caught a bus in. And so I was riding the bus into Fairfax, and then the bus comes to a stop, and I look up, and there's a sea of people out front of the windshield of the bus. Mm-hmm. And so the bus driver just opens the doors because, you know, you're here. It's right here. It's going on right here. And by, by the way, shout out to uh, city bus drivers, by the way. Big oh, they break. kicked yeah. ass. Than the group. So good. <laughs> oh, they just, oh, it's just such a good roadblock to be like, no, no, yeah. we're not doing that. <laughs> Are you crazy? Yeah, yeah I don't get, know, I'm not a prisoner transporter. I pick people up and take them to work yeah. for a dollar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Downtown LA is occupied by the National Guard right now, and these people are working under these incredible, incredibly stressful conditions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah but, I mean, uh, that was in, in Columbus, uh, they did shut down the street, but they would park for the buses. And then the buses would drive yeah. through and honk and raise their fists as they drove through. <laughs> yeah. It was fucking amazing. So cool. I know. Yeah, I know. As long as you're not, I mean, not being afraid of the bus, you're going to be fine after this is over. Like, yeah. I feel like this thing, it's like, if you're okay with broke people, you're going to be fine after this. Like, if they make you uncomfortable, if you're a NIMBY or whatever, um, it's going to be a changes, I think, because things might be a little tough coming up. But, uh, you know, you'll get used to it. We'll make you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, I jump right off the bus, and I'm right in the middle of it. I don't know what's going on. I'm just kind of going around, you know, reading people's signs and kind of trying to figure out where I am. I don't get out there a lot, so I don't know exactly where I am, et cetera. And a bunch of people started pushing me and shoving me and saying, move, 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 go, go, go. They had set a cop car on fire a couple of meters behind me. Whoa. <laughs> and so uh, I was all of a sudden caught in the mosh pit. Yeah. Well, people that were looking used to, to get those? away from a, fl- a flaming vehicle, and you know, kind of. While I, I know cars don't really explode like they do in the movies, it's kind of like nobody wants to be near it. Yeah, like a a, a you, pop punk mosh, mosh pit, or like a what kind of mosh pit? Like a Rage Against the Machine mosh pit. Something, something like pit. that. And see, this is, this is, this is the thing. Like you were saying earlier that there are a bunch of metal people that show up at these things. They're good to have around. Yeah. Because who is better to be next to in a mosh pit than a metal person? That's true. Yeah. I mean, it, you always, so, like, moshing is great practice because you know how to stay on your feet <laughs> and you know how to, like, just yeah. go noodle a little bit and kind of loosen up your joints and just kind of yeah. get pummeled around with the motion of the crowd. Yeah, you know how to shield the people that are smaller than you. Yeah. And then you know if somebody goes down, you gotta jump in instantly. Yeah. 
Put stick your and butt so out, bend up. over, and push everyone behind you backwards as far as possible. Yeah. So I came up moshing in Hera Arena. Hera? Uh, ah! Hera, yeah. <laughs> Brian <Brightburg>, Dayton. <laughs> I'm from Dayton. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, Ohio's going hard in his time. Times ago. Yeah. So any. So anyway, you know, we we get a little distance between ourselves and this flaming cop car, and they're kind of a little little secondary explosion going on inside of it. And I realized I was standing next to a couple of cops. And you know what they were doing? No idea. What were they doing? Jay Owen? Fucking nothing. Right. I'm sorry. They were doing fucking nothing. Oh, okay. Oh, well, they weren't doing anything? So they were just chilling. They weren't doing anything. I don't think I ever heard him say, no, stop. That's a cop car. <laughs> well, so, I mean, everyone that's... Everyone got away from that flaming cop car. Maybe they were on break. When I, when I was working for the cable company and I got robbed, I did not care what they stole from me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like, fucking take it. I don't care. It's not mine. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, then the fire truck showed up. It was only a couple of minutes and put it out. Yeah. They didn't seem to be stressed about it at all. It's very strange. That's very strange. Like, the cop car was just, like, sacrificial to them. I mean, they give a shit about it. Yeah, I don't think they care about anything. I think they do what they're told to they got do. A billion dollars. Yeah. For the amount of money that they make, it's worth it to them and they just do what they're told to do. I don't think they I don't think they care about George Floyd. I don't well, I think the cop that killed him did because they knew each other previously. I think he set out that For day sure. to kill that guy. All I'm saying is is the most incriminating shit ever was that hand in the pocket. Because, like, I sit on top of my seven-year-old daughter all the time, and I brace myself with my hands, right? Yeah. Like, I put the amount of pressure necessary to squash her, to make her giggle. He had his hands in his pockets. So, he wasn't, like, he wasn't, like, securing him against the ground and, like, bracing any of his weight. He was just torturing that motherfucker. Yeah. He was torturing him. Sh Chauvin, whatever yeah. that fucker's name is. Yeah. Yeah, I've done a lot of boxing and wrestling. I I know how to hurt people, and he was he was not he he was not doing a kind of like a move that was he wasn't doing like a like a MMA move or anything like that. He was just torturing a guy and killing. It's a COP move. Like that's what they that's the moves they learn in their jujitsu. COP jujitsu. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Because they, they, there was a there was yeah. a video of a, of another there was a cop putting the neck on some uh, the ne their knee on the neck of somebody they were arresting in L.A. and another cop had to come up and kind of shoo his fucking knee off the neck because he was like yeah we don't want video looks a little bad right now yeah this is not you know? the time so he grabbed his knee and he put it to like the dude's shoulder blades you know which is the the way they're trained to do it yeah because there's a lot of important yeah. shit in the neck you know yeah. And like we said, they're going to go yeah. for the per highest percentage of damage. Yeah. Like, it's non-lethal to them, but they're also trying to risk your life. Like, see if you can yeah, take a wooden bullet in the fucking head. Yeah, but, but anyway, I, I just wanted to mention it. The, the cops, they lost, they lost, you know, three cruisers out there, and they didn't seem to care. They're, they're playing some, they're playing some very strange games, and I don't quite understand why. Dude, no, I mean, cause no one wants to, you would get in the end, it's gonna come down to them just hitting people with sticks anyway. <laughs> but we all know kinda how this is gonna end. They're gonna attack people eventually, why all of a game? 
When those cars start burning, people get so fired up. I mean, there's no way that I would ever take on somebody that's around a burning car because no. people just get fucking... I mean, people get so fired up. The first time I was around yeah. a burning car and watched the people around it just like screaming at the yeah. fucking sun like they were the gods of everything they felt like yeah. they were in fire just makes you insane you know the right they're, kind they're, you don't want to be too near to that shit there are chlorinated compounds coming off in that smoke i, I know he's kind of got a mask on but it's probably not enough oh definitely so not. don't yeah, don't inhale weird. the smoke from burning cop cars i can i can still kind of smell it in my nose yeah oh. not a good idea <laughs> well thank you for your service yeah, <laughs> like it's not it's not a tale that involves any valor on any valor on my part. I was just there. You I'm showed the same up. Way. You're Being there is showing up, and that's right enough. Yeah. yeah, L.A. is Columbus scary, which is <laughs> scary. Not Minneapolis yeah. is the place that I'm like very very worried about people shooting people on their porches. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm really worried about Some Minneapolis. Yeah, that was yeah. We're, we're, on, a, we're on a curfew. Then. All of LA County is on a 6 p.m. curfew. I can't go outside anymore tonight. 6 p.m. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Whoa. They're giving you're us not, till in 10, LA County. You're not allowed to be out right now. Like Jesus. I said, the National Guard is occupied downtown. They got like all of the city buildings covered. Jesus Christ. God damn. It's real out here now. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, I mean, uh, you know, everybody do your research and uh, get ready for the long haul. Um, this is the time to double down. It's like yeah. in Blackjack. I, we got an 11 right now, everybody. Yeah. I, I, I would like to say I'll, I'm going to go so other people can have the phone line. But, you know, if, if you have the chance to go and kind of witness this thing for yourself, it's actually very important because you are going to know what you saw and what happened, and then you don't have to pay attention to what the fucking newspapers uh, and cable channels say. Yeah. I'd smooch your face right now for sending <laughs> no, that know. message out there. Yeah. Really, well, have a good night. We appreciate the input uh, and, and absolutely agree. I mean, you know, there there's a level of danger that you can get into. It's all about what proximity you want, but uh, just seeing it firsthand and feeling... When you, I don't know, like talking about how the fire brings out these elements, just when you hear a whole crowd of crowd of people gasp all together, just have that same exasperation. It I mean, it's so taxing. Like when you when I got home, I was just like, oh, yeah. what happened? What did is was that really real? All that stuff I just fucking saw. No, definitely. It was the most tired I've ever been in my life um, when I got home. <laughs> I know. You got to work like, on that cardio. Tired. It's not even car. For me, it's I like I walk. I'm like, these ain't, these two people were talking about their steps and I wanted uh -oh. to be like, oh, you want to have a little talk about steps? Let's talk. Where are you at? Like, what's your numbers? You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, I was talking to our buddy Greg today and he was like, yeah, I'm sure it's like pretty tough to do all the walking. And I was like, it's not even the walking. I am not like anywhere near numbers that would make me tired from yeah. walking. It was the tear gas and the running yeah. and the str and the clashes the and like all of that stuff. Just you know, like, I mean, I spent, I don't spend, I spend a very little of my time watching what's going on and just see what's going on around. Like I'm like, we, spotted a, a fucking battalion of cop troops uh, that were about to go pin everybody in where we were at. And I told everyone around us, and I don't know if, I don't know how many people, you know, followed 
the warning. Um, but like, I- I'm really, you're on such another level. I said yesterday, it felt like when I did Planned Parenthood for the first time. It was like, you're out there and you feel relatively normal and you think things are okay. And then you get home and you're like, I don't feel like, yeah, I don't. How can I go be normal again? Yeah. That's how I felt in the car this morning for work. I was like, how, okay, I have to go talk to people. Like, yeah, everything's all great. Yeah. And you're drained. You're drained in a way like all of your bars are tapped, the physical and the emotional. You've seen some of the most heart-wrenching shit you've ever seen in your life. And you've also spent three to four hours living off of fucking granola bars and free water and doing basically wind sprints, running a 100 feet away from a bunch of tear gas and then slowly coming back and then doing another 100-foot dash. It's so many emotions, too. It's happiness. It's it's Oh, yeah. It's sorrow. It's anger. It's fear because you're like, are these people in these cars about to fucking run through this crowd right now. Oh, I know. A car came up on us when we we were in a chain of, like, white people, and we were blocking one side of the block we had, and a car, like, came up on us because he needed to get through, and I got so fucking pissed off because Gwen was right next to me that I started slamming on the hood and yelling at him, calling him a motherfucker, and then that's when Brian, like, swooped in and was like, let's let's go. Let's go. Well, I'm just like, you guys don't... (laughs) And I was like, who am I? What the fuck was that? Yeah, I don't want you guys to get hit by a car. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. I mean, you can get carried away in this stuff. You know, so many times that I've said stuff like walking by these cops that are just like, I remember in D.C. when I was like, how does it feel to be on the bad guy side to a bunch of the... You were doing uh, it from earlier. Yeah, National Guards. And uh, yeah, I did ask. But I asked in a very uh, sarcastic way. <laughs> oh, you did it you know? dripping with sarcasm. I, I was venomous. Sarcastic. But now it's like when they drive by, it's just middle, middle fingers. fingers up. You just flipping off the cops and the National Guards people is... One, it's an amazing feeling because you can't do that any other day, yeah. any other time. We're in a world now where we can actually do that. Yes. Because everyone in the crowd's doing it. Who are they to pick out? Yeah. yeah. One more. One more than break. One more than break. We're making it through this queue. It's working out. I think we're going to get it done. Thank you for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Hey, it's Danny in Brooklyn. How are you? Who? Danny. Uh, Danny in Brooklyn, New York. Thank How you. are you doing? Man, it is crazy out here. Uh, I'm the bike delivery person uh, who's been out and about the entire time. And I have run into three protests without even knowing that I was going into them. <laughs> I had the same thing you're, happen a few times, too. You're just ri- you, you're, you're riding around your bike around town or are you working? I'm working like it's like uh, uh, basically I work or I try to work from like 5 p.m. to about 10 p.m. Uh-huh. each day. And uh, in Manhattan, uh, Clinton Hill, which is a part of Brooklyn and Williamsburg today, I without even trying, I ran into it's like three major uh, Black Lives Matters protests. Which are great. It's, I'm so glad everything is happening. But like, I'm not, I'm not even actively trying. I'm like, I'm super, I'm super busy doing all these deliveries still. And like, uh, it was crazy. Like the Union Square in Manhattan was like, whoever said it was like a mosh pit before, like that is absolutely what it was. Cause I'm just like writing, um, to sort of like, uh, go back to Brooklyn, uh, to my house. And I see a bunch of NYPD cars 
uh, in the black lane, which is like, that happens all the time anyway, but there's like a lot of them this yeah. time. And uh, I'm like, what's going on here? And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh shit, that's like, there's a protest happening right now. And it's right at this spot where like a lot of other bike messengers will just sort of like hang and chill out. And it's just a million phones all pointed at the NYPD. Mm-hmm. And it's just, uh, like this rocking back and forth, um, of the crowd and like the officers. And it's so, the water bottle thing is like so distinctive because it's it, like, it looked like, uh, like an, an against me show from like 2006. <laughs> like it was just like, you see like a water, you see like a fucking like, you know, uh, you know, Polar Springs water bottle just fly into the air every once in a while. And then all of a sudden, like, five cops would come out with, like, somebody just with uh, the plastic ring cuffs on them. Yeah. Zip tied up. Yeah. I- and, and then they they go down, and then, like, more seconds, another person, and just, like, a lot of people, like, fuck you! Like, it was just, like, the, it was, like, the most, the un, most unfriendly mosh um, that you've ever seen. Yeah, I was saying, like, so there was a moment when they were chucking water bottles at the cops where I came, I had one in my pocket and I just came so close to unleashing it and I just grabbed it like as hard as I could. <laughs> Cause the, the, like those fucking things are so janky. They're so crinkly. It's the thinnest plastic you can imagine. It's, it's like almost a water balloon. Mm-hmm. So I just grabbed it like as hard as I could and it was just like my stress ball. And I'm like, I'm not going to start, I'm not going to start shit that other people have to deal with. I'm not going to start shit that other people have to deal with but to everybody else that threw one i appreciate it oh yeah and i mean that was just the one that happened in union square like i was the next day on uh, saturday was when shit really went down here i was riding up bedford avenue with an incredibly prominent street in brooklyn and you know all of a sudden i hear like fucking uh top car behind me you know and the the the, the cars that the cars in new york have a weird base Sort of like tone, tone, so they do the like, Woo! but in addition to that, they also have like a so you hear like this like big baby kind of noise yeah. come from behind you, and I'm like, oh, gotta get out of the way because they will hit me otherwise. They come flying down the bike lane, like literally six like six inches from me, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, you know, like I almost like I'm got hit like three times by them, and I'm just like I have like some like fucking Van Leeuwen ice cream in my bag, you know, that I'm delivering to right. somebody for like, you know, $13 and shit like that. And I turned left onto the Cobb, which is another huge street in Brooklyn. And it's just like, like flashing, like everywhere. And I'm like, Oh, oh all right. And I have to like, kind of get off and get out of the way going up, like just trying to uh, you know, I'm just in a situation where I'm like, I, I, can't, I just can't get caught up in this right now. I'm like, deli- I'm like actively delivering food, you know, like there's another cop with like an AR-15 that's going right by. It's like, oh, this, somebody told me shots fired, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? And then just today, I was picking up sushi in Williamsburg. And it's so funny because I rode by the Apple store and uh, they had a plywood uh, boarded it up, and I was like, huh, I wonder why they did that over here. And then all of a sudden, I hear the protest. I'm like, 
again like man i just into this. Yeah. and it's like it's so sad. and again i just like i wish i could have gone to it uh but it's just like i've just been delivered i've had to deliver uh and i have to say i did like 16 17 deliveries just tonight because it turns out people are afraid to go outside yeah when they think there is a riot happening outside and i made like 150 bucks like minimum so it's it's been like in like in four hours worth. You should do some propagandizing. So, I would throw some sort of a pamphlet in there. Is like you have nothing to fear if in the streets as long as you're with the people. Yeah, no, it, it's uh, it's been it, it, it's definitely been but wild and it's. New York has a high concentration of rich people, which are the ones that should be the most afraid right now. So I can understand that being the situation. <laughs> Well, it was also really strange too, because I don't know if some of the police precincts are getting the hint, but like, you know, on Friday and Saturday, it was like obviously super intense, super violent. But when they were walking down William, in Williamsburg, um, I saw very little police presence. And the, the cops that I did were just sort of like walking alongside them. And I mean, Williamsburg has become, you know, it's, it's basically the face of gentrification in New York City. So I don't know if they were just sort of like, we can't have uh, a ruckus going down here or whatever. Um, but it was definitely a little bit more controlled. Um, but yeah, the Blasio, he's been a complete shithead about yeah. everything as well. Uh, it has been so funny because he's just like, the cops hate him. So he's like, you know, he just like, this, this, he's just a feckless, weird leader. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he just he just sucks. It's like you expect it from Cuomo because Cuomo just kind of sucks. Yeah, he's just he's like he's just he's just a stupid shithead. You know, like he named a bridge upstate after his dumb dad because he's just like that obviously corrupt about it. But it's like Blasio is just like this asshole. Like, no, no, we're doing things right, and it's like I don't (laughs) know. I don't think you are. I think you're totally failing. The Cleveland police chief said, "If you think you're doing, hey." If you think you can do better, why don't you come here? And I'm like, I should go. Every, yeah, like a lot of us would yeah. take that job. I can do it great. Stand down. I'm seeing. I'm hearing that there might be uh, white supremacists with uh, uh, assault rifles surrounding the garden downtown, which is a drop-off spot for and uh, pick supply up for depot. supplies and stuff. So I'm trying to verify it. I can't. If you're out there, let us know. But uh, I I can't verify it. I just heard from Kristen, who's the buddy. You yeah. know what I mean? I trust her. That's so names. yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. All I right. Can't imagine. I can't imagine what's going on in Manhattan right now. I mean, the yeah, NYPD. That's true. We yeah. we shouldn't. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh no! I was just gonna say uh, the one thing to remember about the NYPD is that, like there's weird terrible vice of force and like they're obviously really violent and terrible and weird. The other thing that is actually reminiscent of what the guy was saying about LAPD is that like they are oddly lazy. Like if you have the ultra violent shithead and then you have like this other version of cops that's just like just unwilling to do like any of the decent aspects of their job in any meaningful way. Like I was riding home today four of them just you know like hanging around in like a weird like like dusty corner like what the fuck are you idiots even doing here like it's just like you're not even like help, you're not helping you're like you're just you're just literally filling a hole in this like weird you know uh system 
for no reason. They're very, they're very confusing. And when you visit New York and hang out here for a while, you do see how strange and they can be. Yeah. Well, thanks for calling in. We appreciate it. Uh, I'm glad to get some on the ground reporting. Uh, and, and please call back. Oh, of course. Yeah. Peace. Later. All right. You know, uh, the chat is talking about it, but uh, did you happen to see there was a protest in like London? In Germany and all no, over the, all over the world, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. There are a lot of people now are recognizing it. I, I mean, this is just a, such a monumental moment in time, and we uh, get to be we get to be the on the right side of history. We get to be the ones that called it the entire time, and that's yeah. not a reason to brag. It's just a reason to like feel relief, you know, like that we were right. We, like everybody's been shitting on us and spitting on us and telling us that like this stuff wasn't possible. They took away Bernie Sanders and then everybody was like, well, we're going to show you what's possible. Yeah. So. Well, I want to say that something that's been really heartening is seeing people treat this march seriously for what it's for and not being like, we need to recruit these people for socialism yes. and shit like that. Cause that kind of stuff yeah, we don't, is ugly. We're just not doing that right now. This is like we're gonna, the other part. Yeah. We're going to show up every day and we're going to figure out uh, how to do this thing in a different way. Yeah. We'll figure it out. All right. We're hitting break. Break time. Um, you know, what I was going to say also Alex Schaefer, uh, paint with Alex on, uh, Instagram. He's been painting since Occupy uh, pictures of burning Chase buildings, and so I, I, I'm I would love to get his perspective. I would love to see like how his art came to reality. Like it, it's incredible. I've I've just yeah. followed along. It's somebody that's I followed along since the beginning. They're like, hey, there's this weird weird artist. He goes to these banks. He posts up outside and he paints a picture of them on fire. And it was this quirky story that, like, he brought into existence. Yeah. He yeah. helped He helped to push us along in the right, yeah. in the right well, direction. I, I will say that we've been doing this for nine years, and I would say nine, ten years ago is when, like, I kind of started to have these these left tendencies, these, uh, uh, that, that, like, just discovered who I was as a person, and, like, the amount of progress that has happened in the time that I have been around is is like it's That's right a on. lot i forgot about that yeah i think this is pers- put a lot of input i like i am too much of a baby and i can't i have no patience for delayed gratification but the wick was long and was always leading to this yeah and also man i wish i was accelerationist i wish i would have been trump back in 2016 man Jesus this Christ. is what we needed <laughs> well Hillary i mean clinton would have fucking taking all of this shit out uh there i I mean she would have been able to get away with a lot more than they're gonna let trump get away with even though he's the most powerful guy in the world so it doesn't matter what they let him get away with he's gonna do whatever the fuck he wants so yeah i think it's just a matter of hoping that he is not as psychotic as we think he is yeah i mean he's too too stupid to be hitler so i don't think that's gonna happen um but we'll see what we'll see what we have to do to get him out it's going to take a lot. Uh, Let's get a break in. We have a break uh, coming to you. This is music from Loud Hearts. You can find them at loudhearts.bandcamp.com. This is from the album A Ways Away. Uh, you're listening to Street Fight Radio. We'll be back.
Hey everybody, welcome back to Street Fight Radio. The internet cut out, so we had to restart the stream. It, it might happen again. I apologize for the problems. Uh, we did go look. I had a, uh, I had a former uh, cable guy look at mine and tell me that it was all fucked up. Yeah, it's, uh, it is. It's, there's a branch sitting on top of it. Yeah, basically a branch. Uh, welcome. They hear clicking. You you're going to hear right now, you're going to hear some audio from uh, Studio reconnecting the call. So, until when that's over... How does everything sound right now, chat? You doing well? Hanging on? Hanging in there? We are, too. We were able to uh, verify that thing about the garden. Some white supremacist guy showed up and acted weird with a gun in front of the place. The garden is uh, a local sex shop that, and they are also sex and smoke shop, right? The garden, the chamber. Yeah, they, I don't think I the garden. A lot of garden. Huh? I don't know what I thought y'all were talking about. The jo- are they? That. I don't know if they own the joint. Okay, and the chamber's not there like anymore. Three smoke sex shop. But uh, yeah, the garden is a, a porno store, as I like to call it, and uh, they are helping a lot. Well, the, the garden... Oh, buy dildos from the garden in yeah. Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, the garden in Columbus is a sex shop that's been around for a very long time and uh, has been an integral part of this city for, like, you know, uh, countercultural stuff. And now they're actually working as a supply center for the protests in Columbus. Um, they're a few blocks away from where all the action is. And uh, they've been a, a supply depot, which, you know... I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to, I know it's so hard to make sense of all of this. I don't want to like, uh, make it too much of, of like, a uh, a jokey thing, but a lot of this does feel like board games and video games. And like, I've been leading up, uh, I've been reading all kinds of literature that involves these exact scenarios for a very long time. Uh, we got, we were playing block by block on the stream, which is a board game. That is about taking over the city and the cops roll in and they take your territory and you have to win your territory back. All of it is just so fucking relevant at this moment and is so real. It's, it's, it's just, it's an amazing, beautiful, wonderful moment. I came so close to tears over this weekend on several occasions, uh, just to, to see what was happening and. I, like, I, I can't even comprehend it. it. It's fucking wonderful. Yeah. I got a little emotional yesterday in the short north when, you know, I'm walking with this huge group of people and the roads are closed uh, it, because of people blocking them. And it was like, I can't believe this is happening. I just, I really can't believe it. They turned all the lights out at the White House. So I don't know what that's all about. But, uh... They did take Trump down to a bunker yesterday. Really? <laughs> Big baby boy had to go down to the bunker and sit. Because he was even there. It's, uh, well, yeah, he's always there. Or golfing, right? He Probably golfs. Like or talk. in New York. No, I don't think he does. Or talking to Putin, as they yeah. say. Getting Putin on the phone. I thought Putin Jake. was on Trump's Jake. side. Like I, they always say Putin's on Trump's side. Now they're like Putin is is causing this, and it's like, well, what the fuck is Putin doing? Yeah, he's well, got his own agenda. You know what? We have some breaking news. We have uh, an important caller on the phone right now, so let's get right to it. Uh, thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? 
It's Lacey from the Garden. Lacey. Lacey from the Garden. We were just talking about you. We were just talking about your store. Hey, what's up? How are you? What's going on? Are you guys okay? We heard that there was uh, a little scary moment today. Yeah, it's been a scary couple of days. Um, everybody got out of there safely tonight. Um, you know, today was a good day. It was really peaceful. Uh, yesterday was definitely a little scarier. We had to help a lot of other people with medical assistance trying to get, uh, made some pepper spray out of their eyes. We had a lot of people that got hit with wooden bullets. They're not using rubber bullets right now. And, uh, it, it was it was definitely different until it wasn't, and it got really hairy there at 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 the night. Um, and you know, I wasn't down at protests, but I could see the people coming back and talk to the people coming back. And uh, it was instigated by non-protesters and the police, and went south real fast. It's a, I mean, how long exactly have you been a part of, of the community? I don't really know the history. Uh, my parents opened the store in 1997 in the short north. It was definitely a different area than it is now. Um, very derelict and left abandoned. It was definitely an area of the short north that wasn't really cared about and honestly it still is that's why i'm kind of doing what i'm doing to bring our neighborhood um into the spotlight and you know get people down our way there's a lot of businesses that need the the support from the rest of the short north and we're just not getting it um but yeah i've been going down there since 97 so i was 16 i'll be 38 on 39 shit on the 10th so uh this is our 23rd year it's my third year as solo owner of the garden um i've been a half owner for about six years now and you know my parents just wanted out and wanted to focus their energy somewhere else so yeah i've been running the ship for three years and it's and it's been a rough haul but i mean it, you'll have that in any kind of business um with all of the shutdowns that we've had with covid uh it's been a little rough because they have not allowed adult stores to get any of the ppp or the uh any kind of assistance really um yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's it's been rough. I've watched quite a few other um business owners have to close because just they just can't make it out. I mean, the world might stop but the bills don't. So and I mean if you had orders out um before the shutdown and you know, you have net thirty, so you have thirty days to pay off your goods. If your store is closed you're not making any money to pay off those goods. Mm -hmm. Fortunately, we work with a really, like the adult industry is absolutely amazing. Um, we've really come together as 
a, a solid unit. And, you know, we've made Facebook groups that are now in the thousands of members and giving advice to each other and virtual trainings on products. Uh, it's, it's been really nice to, you know, the community and that's really big right now with everything that's going on, especially now with all of the, the protests that unfortunately turn into riots and people are getting killed and people are getting hurt and businesses are once again getting hit so hard they don't know if they're going to be able to come back from it yeah it's it's a big challenge um it's a big challenge to to keep things going um but and and I, I I was good friends with the owner of Rivet Gallery, which was just a few doors down for a while. And uh, the owner, I missed Rivet. Oh, I missed Rivet so much. I know they were wonderful, and and she did such a good job of like procuring pop art and all of this groundbreaking stuff that is so relevant now, but was completely new back in you know two thousand and five. You know when when she was getting things yep. going. And, and you know, the garden for me, I remember being 18 and driving downtown and going in for the first time. <laughs> it was a very big part of my life. And because Magnolia Thunder Pussy is across the is catty corner to y'all, the uh, record store. I love those guys. I've been friends with Charlotte. Um, she runs the shop for her dad, Chuck. So her and I have a lot of solidarity because we are, you know, female entrepreneurs and honestly still a male dominated business i mean yes there are a lot more female business owners than ever before but i mean we've gone we've had to deal with a lot of riffraff and yeah. vagrancy um there is a uh carryout market next to me that uh it was it was real bad real bad they were basically feeding all of the vagrants alcohol all day long. And when you mix that with summertime temperatures, it gets crazy. Um, I've had to threaten to fight uh, quite a few people. Um, actually, one earlier today, uh, he had an open container. He was across the street from where we were trying to hand out all of the provisions to protesters and started spewing hate and I I couldn't have that. Like that's yeah. not what we're about. We wanted to keep this peaceful. Um and I mean I had to jump the the barrier that's in front of my store and basically go at him. I I didn't fight him. Um I would have if if need be. Um as I say it's spicy. But uh yeah, and then man, I lo we lost what the rock. Yep. Which those were great friends of mine. Actually, they came down earlier and brought supplies to me and yep. volunteered and handed out waters and handed out supplies. Mike and Heather earlier today. Some of my favorite people as well. Yeah, Mike and Heather. Oh, they're so great. Sailor Girl I, I was down them there. So much on the block. That block was was incredible at, at one point with how much was was down there. But you know they they they're trying to make changes to it and make things go away and and all of that. Uh, so I, I guess like as a business owner, um, you know you're in an area 
I mean, I, I drove past a lot of places that have boarded up windows and they have like positive messages on the window, but no one has like stepped up to be a supply depot. Uh, how did you get to that decision? No one else is doing it. Someone had to. Someone has to be a pillar in that community and no one else was stepping up to do it. So why not? I'm with you. I agree. Uh, I mean, if, yeah. If you have I, access you to a, it, uh, if you have a place that you can use and that you can you can lend, you know, it absolutely makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And um I had a uh somebody from the dispatch come down and she was just walking around and you know, interviewing people that were cleaning up the city and just to see who was doing what and she just happened to stop by. She's like, What are you guys doing? And I'm like we're, you know, helping the protesters. We've got bags with saline and water with baking soda to help with with eyes to get the burnout. We've, you know, I could go on for what we've tried to be trying to give out. Um, and she stopped and she hung out there for probably an hour or two. I took her around the store and showed showed her all of the stations and where had the medical supplies, the food that we were handing out, all of the different drinks that we were, you know, providing. And then the protesters came. I had a friend that was at the state house and he messaged me, said, Hey, there are 2000 people headed your way. And I went, all right. So we started taking cases of water outside, lining them up, getting them ready to go, opened up the water is in hand and just, you know, reaching out, screaming, water, stay safe, stay hydrated, you know. And I got a water from you. I did too. There's this funny thing. There's this funny thing that's happening where people are coming down there to get water and they're not being able to hand it out as fast as they want to. And they're like, I just want to get rid of this water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were definitely chucking some water, people. But uh, I, I wish I would have known that. And everything's a blur. It was such a long day. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been... Yeah, she's... It's been three long days in this city for sure. Yes. Like it, it, like, yeah. uh, I, I was, I went home last night after, cause yesterday was crazy. And, uh, I went home last night and just fell asleep. I never fall asleep, like just sitting normally. Like yeah. just actually just fall yeah. asleep. I never like sit down and fall asleep ever. And I sat down on my couch and I was like, put a blanket over me to my wife and she put a blanket over me and I was just done out i was like no yeah. i just gotta sleep yeah. for a little bit you know that pepper spray makes your eyes so tired oh, God. you know the oh, tear gas it, it kills it's it's awful i mean i didn't have to i didn't get to um i didn't get too much of it we went down me and my general manager went down friday night we hadn't yet boarded up our windows um but, you know, I'm friends with the, the woman that owns the joint now, which I, I used to own half of the joint. Um, but when my dad and I split, I signed my side over the joint to him. He signed his, his half of the garden over to me. I'm friends with the new owner of the joint. She actually used to work for me. Um, and went down and their window had just been busted out. 
the, or their front door had been busted out is definitely a crime of opportunity. Sure. Um, they didn't really lose <clears throat> too much, fortunately, but they still weren't boarded up. So they were spending the night and my general manager hit me up and told me that one of my kids were stuck down in the short north. She had been pepper sprayed pretty heavily. We went down there and got her cleaned up and got her home. And then that's when I was like, we have to do something. Yeah. We, we can't just stand here and watch our city burn and not do anything. We, we have to do something. So Saturday, yesterday, we put the call out there and say, Hey, this is what we're doing. Uh, any way you can help, please do. Um, and damn, they stepped up. Like I had a stranger show up. It would, no one even knows who she was. And she had 20 cases of water. Yeah. That's dope. Uh, yeah. It, food being delivered by God only knows who. Um, this was, this was similar to Occupy. Uh, when Occupy happened, uh, my wife took a yeah, job in Dallas yeah. and, and I, I was just basically hanging out in front of the state house all day long. But, you know, every half hour, there would just be someone that stops and is like, I don't know what I can do, but here's like a hundred donuts that I bought so that you all have energy and stuff. And there's, there's so many people that are on the outside that, that, you know, for whatever reason they have aren't in the streets, but just are desperate to do anything to show their support and make sure that we can make this thing happen. And, and they are an important part of this as well, because that's that, like, that's the level of support that we need to continue our presence to, to, you know. Well, and, and no, when I, when I, no, so when I saw the garden handing this stuff out, it was like, this is like, th that was one of the periods, right? Like soul classics, uh, yes. putting that really great message out on their store in the garden were two moments where I'm like, if you're not from here, if you don't live in this city, you don't have any idea the kind of support there is in this city. Like this, there is a ton of love happening right now. And like we it's don't amazing. know we don't know who the people are that are busting windows you right. know what i mean i don't who even knows if they're part of the protest really and we've heard right. all these stories right. about like alt-right people showing up and starting shit and stuff so like i feel like the protests have been peaceful like, I don't think that oh, yeah. I've seen that. I mean, every time, like when I like exactly what I said, when people threw water bottles, 75% of the protesters said, cut that shit out. We're not doing that right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for what yeah, you're definitely. doing. Thank you for yeah. what you're doing, no, Lacey. I mean, how, how can we support? Yeah, like, somebody, somebody has to. I mean, it, the, the girl that did the, the article in the dispatch, I mean, I don't know when it's going to be in the physical paper, but I have like the digital copy with the garden and churches. I mean, there's something wrong with that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It is. It really is. It's churches in the garden that are that are yeah. really perfectly yeah. perfectly fine, but and that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to put a human face on what we do. Well, you you hear adult store or porn store and you're like, oh, oh, those people have to be awful. Yeah. No, we're not. Lacey, and you know what it is? It's the same thing. It's like w the weed and weed really radicalized me because it was something that I was doing that made me a, a functional member of society. And it's the same way they crack down on sex work and they crack down on any of this adult entertainment stuff like that 
absolutely makes sense that, that industry would know what it's like to constantly be under the thumb of the the federal government. It's always a it's always a fight. It's always a battle with the man. And I mean, you can't let the man keep you down. You can't let the man keep your community down. Well, we appreciate everything you do. Is there is there a way we can support Street Fighters? Can they send you some, something? Like, how can we help you? I mean, we've got a PayPal, the the um, Garden on High, and that I'm taking. I have a Venmo for. Um, I've, I have a personal Venmo that I've been having people send any kind of monetary um, what donations is it? to. Say it. <laughs> Lacey's Wet Planties. Ooh. <laughs> I'm sorry you have to say it more than once because we want to make sure they got it. Yeah, say it one more time. One more time. It's Lacey's Wet Planties. 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 Oh. Yeah, you have... I like that. You like orchids, Funny. like wet plants. I, I do. I have, a lot of, I have a lot of plants. I like to make um, terrariums. So, oh. I mean, it was a little... It, it, One of Cash us. is a little tighter at the end of the year. So, I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll just start selling some of my terrariums to see if that helps generate anything... Um, my way so and i mean it's fun i'm an obnoxious person anyway so i figured why not let's have fun with it yeah absolutely but any kind of any kind of monetary gain is all being donated to the bailout fund excellent cool Uh, that's not going back to the store and any any kind of anything of the donations that are left over that are food uh, medical supplies, water, those are all being donated, donated to homeless shelters. Wonderful. So, yeah. I mean, I, I've got to continue to, I have to give back. It's just, it's the core of me. And I said earlier, I'm just a vessel, but I have to, I have to, I have to be the change. If you want a change, you have to be the change. Yeah. Now's the time. I mean, there's a lot of, uh, I, I feel like, you know, we have a lot of uh, arguments back and forth about where you would be in history and, and it's happening right now. Huh. It's like, it's like arguing about whether you're about the Stones or the Beatles. Like, what was the better band? It's like, no, who are you going to see today? Like, what, <laughs> what concert are you showing up for today? <laughs> yeah. Right. It doesn't oh, matter man, what you would have been back in the civil rights now that you have 2020 vision, you know? I'm with you too. I miss yeah. concerts so much. Oh, I said, oh, yeah. I want to go to. I was supposed to go to a show the day, like, I think the day after they shut everything down. It's like when they, you know, canceled all the large shows. I was going to a show on St. Patrick's, and I was so bummed. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So bummed. I needed a show so bad before that, and I I just... God only knows when we're going to be able to get back there, but... uh, only time will tell. Yeah. Well, thank you for calling in. We appreciate it. Um, I, I'd love to get in contact with you and, and do a, do some extra content because I, I'm really... I can't tell you what it meant to me to see uh, the garden all boarded up and then, you know, the designated as a supply depot. It was 
just unreal. It, it was so incredible to, to see, you know, people rising to the challenge of uh, doing the right thing at a time like this when everybody's mostly worried about making money or protecting their money or, or keeping their business together. I think you are doing the right thing in, in continuing uh, this fight for equality that will change things for the better. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. And I mean, if I didn't have the community support, I wouldn't be able to survive in the first place. So it's it's all in the community. It's it's a trickle down effect. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, unless one that's, Reagan, that's really it is. Yeah, you support the community. The the community will support you back. Yeah. Well, thank you. We appreciate it. Have a good night. No problem. You too. Peace. It's good to have people out there doing stuff. You know. And- that's such a easy decision. There's a lot of other independent businesses up and down that road that could just say it. You know, you just yeah. have to do it. You don't like you can you can wake up every single day and say uh, I can't conduct business in the way that I wanted to before and feel defeated about it, or you can rise to the challenge of what's necessary for today and what you can do. And you know, uh, I'm not going to be cynical about it, but you're right. I mean, Soul Classics was doing rap shows back in 2005 that I was going to with local artists in their, in their shoe fucking store, like wall to wall people inside of a shoe store listening to independent music that was made in town from marginalized voices. And they've been that ever since. And the same way that Rivet Gallery brought a lot of that big city art to, to Columbus, Soul Classics was there from the beginning getting all of the Nike Quick Strike account. They were the only one in town that people waited in front of. And, uh, you know, it's not cynical because you realize they've always been a, they have been a pillar. They've been a part of this. We recognize those places as like important to the city. Mm-hmm. And, and they are going to be rewarded for that. You know, yeah. they've always been with us. It wasn't a matter of choosing the right business decision. It was a matter of conducting themselves in a way the entire time that included everyone in the community. And that's how you get your reward. So next one, you've been on the line forever. My God, this person has fucking stamina right here. And even the call in studio lies to me about it. Sometimes how long people have been on there. Thanks for calling street fight. Thanks for waiting on the phone tonight. It's you. Hello? Yes, hey, who's you. this? Me? Yeah. yeah. Hey, I'm here. I'm here. What's going on, guys? Uh, this is uh, David from uh, Tucson, Arizona. I called before from Tucson. Uh, how are you guys doing? We're pretty good. I mean, all things considered. Very tired. It's I'm tired. tired. Yeah, I'm, I'm worn out. <laughs> My brain is tired. I feel like I can hear the crowds when I lay down, and that makes me nervous. <laughs> like, as in, like, for long-term <laughs> mental health oh, shit. Yeah. You Somebody know what I mean? I dropped a pallet today at work, and I... I was like, yeah, yeah, it was, it's weird. I never thought I was that kind of guy. That stuff never happened to me from the robbery I went through or any of that stuff. But last night, my, my neighbors were throwing a party next door and they were like singing. And I just felt like I was still downtown. You thought the cops might roll through and just start shooting flashbacks. I did. It was weird, man. I got real nervous and and got up from my nap. Don't get too excited. Those cops will shut it down. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No joke. So what's going on in Tucson? Uh, uh, not much. We have we have some protests going on downtown, and there were like a hundred people uh, arrested in Phoenix last night. Um, but um, our governor uh, this weekend announced two things. Well, yesterday he announced that schools will be opening in the fall, regardless of he like regardless of where COVID is, which is an interesting way to take it. And then he announced today that there uh, there's a eight o'clock curfew. 
uh, starting tonight and lasting for a week. Boy, they love that's these been, curfews. They yeah. love them. Yep. That, that's pretty much, yeah. that's really all it is, is for the bootlickers on the sideline, like, that's all they need is like, well, they told them not to be there past 8 p.m. Yeah. They deserve a fucking wooden bullet in the <laughs> chest. I mean, we do live in a country now that's under a curfew. Like, yeah. a whole yeah. country right now is under a fucking curfew. A majority of the people that live in the United States are under curfews right now because it's all of the major cities in the United States are under curfews. And, and yeah. we, land of the free piece of shit. Those COVID motherfuckers aren't those protesters aren't going to do shit about that. No, they, they're not. They called they called sitting in your house and watching fucking TV all day slavery and they don't think that a fucking curfew is overstepping the lines no yeah that like that yeah i've seen people uh like like you just said like people on my twitter just talking about well you know they can protest but if they're all past eight they're just asking to be arrested and it's like well you're not you're kind of missing the point but right so how are things but, yeah, in your uh, area you're uh, not good. a poser are you? Uh, what's that are you a fucking poser <laughs> no, not a fucking poser. Uh, good. Uh, the, we, the last night we walked from downtown to, uh, the campus, the, we have a, the UA here. And that was fun. It's, it was, uh, it was, uh, pretty peaceful. I didn't, I mean, I didn't see any, like, vandalism or anything. It was, and I didn't see any, like, cops getting crazy. Uh, but one thing about this whole thing is, like, um, that I've noticed is, like, it's kind of breaking, like, liberals' brains. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, especially on Twitter. Like, I, like, I, 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 I am to, um, Mayor Pete, uh, just because, uh, his tweets, like, I used to Incredible. think his tweets were fun to read because they're like, they're, they're just, it, like, you know, I thought they were insane platitude, but now I kind of think that they're like riddle, like that I have to solve. Cause like, like, the, it's there's, like, this exactly word play. like a riddle. It is. He's dancing around a, you're supposed to guess like a five letter <laughs> word that means peace or something. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's insane. It, it, like, I just can't, like, I don't know, I can't get, I always read them, and I never know what they mean, but I just can't, I can't stop reading them. And then, do you guys know who Chrissy Teigen is? Oh, yeah, yeah everybody knows Jesus Chrissy fucking Christ. Teigen. You're on Twitter. You know what, here's the thing. I was very sad that she didn't follow me, and she followed other people in my circle, but now I take that as a badge of honor. <laughs> no, she's a lame. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very. <laughs> I, th- I think you should, too. Um, by the way, last time I called, uh, Brett, you followed me on Twitter, and it, like, made my week. I just wanted to say, I appreciate it. Oh, that's but, easy. Um, that's easy for me. <laughs> uh, and uh, I saw Christy Teigen last night, or maybe it was yesterday, even day, but she said, loving, like, something like loving the energy, just keep, uh, keep this energy for one, uh, and it, keep this energy and in all caps, vote. And I thought, like, like, these people have no idea what's going on. Like, wow, what is a vote going to do for us right now? Who, who am I voting for right now? You know they're, that bitch hasn't stepped into any type of protest. And they, I mean, there are go, there are some people that really are so comfortable that they're like, oh, I already know the playbook for this. If people start protesting, you just tell them to vote. You just browbeat oh, them about voting. Every <laughs> single mayor is a Democrat in these cities. Every single no. mayor is a Democrat that is hiding behind the police and letting them treat people brutally. And that's just yeah. fucking, I mean, the governor of Minneapolis or Minnesota, I'm not stupid. Okay. <laughs> I want to read that uh, as a Democrat too. I want to read the, uh, Pete Buttigieg tweet. Cause oh, it's, it's good. so funny. I wish Terrence was here. He has a great Pete voice. 
Black lives depend on whether America can be what we want to believe it is, what we need it to be, what it could be. Systemic racism is so woven into the fabric of this country, facing it will take action, honesty, listening, and deep, deep change. And for many of us, humility. And here's the thing about this. He is like a dumb guy. He's like yeah, dumb Obama. Right. He's like a yeah. dumb guy doing Obama. Obama. It's like Joe Rogan. <laughs> if It's like if Joe Rogan tried to be Obama, basically. Yeah, because Obama was like fantastic at saying things that sounded good but meant nothing. And Pete's just so bad at it. But he's it's good so at, fun, like funny to read. He's good at saying nothing that means nothing. Right. But Obama was low energy, but like he could ratchet it up to half energy. And you were like, wow, he's really spitting about yeah. this. <laughs> But Pete Buttigieg yeah. just, he borrows the cadence and it just falls flat. Hillary Clinton borrowed the killer. It's the Democrat cadence of like yeah. the limerick style, you know, yeah. where they're like, oh, yeah. I'm going to say something poignant. Oh, but then I'm going to ma- make you think about a question. Ooh, I'm not going to say anything, yep. actually. I'm just going <laughs> to dance around it. Yeah, it's like it's like that. What they're saying is like, okay, I'm going to say words, and you're going to do the thinking for me. I don't want I'm not right. doing any thinking when I write this. You're going to do it for me, and I'm going to get all the credit. You're 100 percent right. They're, it's really it's literally saying to their followers, make this make sense for me. You have to go <laughs> online. You have to go in my comments. You have to fight all the people that say this is bullshit, and you have to make this make sense for me. Decide what this means yeah. to you. I mean, the Joe Biden enough tweet was the craziest shit I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. That guy should not be in politics. I mean, I have to say, I didn't know he was talking to. Like, there was, there was no clarity behind that. <laughs> that like, I mean, yeah. I, I really had, was like, for who? Really, I don't know where you stand on anything. Black lives <laughs> depend on if America can be what America wants it to be. Black lives depend on whether America can be what it believes we are to be. Yeah. What does that fucking mean? What it we need like it to be. He just, he's like, he tightens his fist into a ball and just, you know, it's, it's just somebody that doesn't have it. You know, they oh, think he's they, a they, young guy. He think they're rocking out. Like they think they're totally fucking hitting it. And it's like, dog, this is, this sucks, man. Send tweet. Yeah. You it's can like just, you drunk- can do leftist platitudes and get roars of applause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could just say yep. any old shit and get people riled up. It's so easy to grasp a hold of this moment right now and be a winning Democrat. They're doing everything they can to avoid that solution. They're, I mean, the they're, vote, they're yeah. not a solution. The vote thing, it Cause, just... Because they're not, they're not to it. They, don't, they, don't, they, they can't handle actually like being responsible for answers. All they can handle is like pretending to lead. That's all they. That's all they know how. It's, it's, it's after three decades of it. That's all they know how to do. They they've they've grown up studying textbooks, listening to American brainwashing, and they just have quotes from history. Yep. And that's what they think they have. Like I have to do a quote that would be good for history. What can we do? And they they reach out to their million dollar PR campaigns to come up for this shit. Yeah. Oh, I bet. Like I know Pete has. Like, I think Pete's real dream is to like just have a quote that people will remember forever. Like, yes. He wants to have like. An FDR, the only thing you have to fear is fear itself. He's just saying whatever he can to get in, like, in the history books. He's, he's doing a Nostradamus. He's doing a Nostradamus. He's predicting and saying yeah. everything possible because one of them will stick and seem impressive. Sorry. Yep. Yep. But uh, that's what I've been obsessed with for the past two days. I'm like, just, just, uh, just, I really like the, um, like, today I noticed a lot of things I started today. 
But, you know, uh, they, well, the conservatives took out Antifa right away. But today, I've seen, like, Democrats kind of jumping on that train, too, and saying, like, well, we really should, like, be be wary of Antifa people, too. Like, we have to consider all perspectives. Mm-hmm. And just, like, they don't have, they have no, like, conservatives obviously think that Antifa is this, like, I wish Antifa was what conservatives thought it was. Like, oh, I want yes. an Antifa mafia. Like, I want to be part of that mafia. I was literally downtown, like, fishing for information. It's like, who, like, when are we going to form a cadre? Like, when does that happen next? <laughs> like, it's I was a cadre. I was trying to find out. Oh, we need Antifa posse. That's what we need. But, yeah. uh, and I've, I just noticed that Democrats are also saying, like, well, you know, I mean, I don't agree with everything Trump said, but, you know, Antifa could be a terrorist organization. I've heard they've done some bad stuff. It's like, no, you haven't. You, you've just been told that and you believe it. And there's no but, way to um, pin that. I don't, I don't know if they, I, I mean, I, get, I don't know how draconian they're going to get, but, I, you know, like J20, all the, a lot of those people got off. I, I don't know if they're going to be able to pin it down on people without any sort of formal organization. What, what evidence do you have that someone is fucking Antifa? You just call them yeah. that at that point. That's what they did <laughs> to Al Qaeda. You right. know what I mean? They went over there and they said, everybody we don't like is Al Qaeda. True. Oh, yeah. I saw a story today, yeah. um, a girl. Apparently, she got arrested for attempted murder of four policemen when she set a van on fire. And they claimed she was Antifa. Only evidence of that being she had a couple of friends in a group about Antifa. Something sure. very vague. And I was just like, okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's that, that just like, it's and the, the last thing I noticed, uh, the, the craziness from the right that being like adopted by the Democrats is that some of these protesters are like coming from out of state or even Russia. Like these aren't like these protests are illegitimate somehow because it can't be. It can't be that people in their state are actually upset with their like with their with the, their state. It has to be Russians. It has to be like empty well, from from a different state. It's been discounted several times. I mean, essentially, it's like, what are we going to do? Am I going to drive to Chicago to protest and then people from Pittsburgh drive to Columbus and people from from Philadelphia <laughs> drive to Pittsburgh and we all just switch fucking cities? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah it's uh it's nuts go ahead i mean it works uh, once again this is another part of like watching even paying attention to the to the uh protest the who protest to seattle uh back in the late 90s like they have always talked about anarchist materials and they've talked about outside agitators there's mlk quotes back from the you know way back then talking about the outside agitator narrative this has been this is a bedrock of american it's our playbook pro to protest busting and what we have now that we haven't had before is social media and we have people's reporting we have the people's news and we have folks that are talking to each other and reporting to each other that aren't relying on the mainstream media i've gone home every single night i've watched cnn i've watched fox i've watched abc just to see what they're saying it's all an orchestrated fucking thing from their perspective uh but they're definitely have lost grasp on the narrative and and everybody else knows what's actually going on we've all become truthers in a way (laughs) yeah because we all know that every fucking news station is actually lying to us yeah um yeah somebody somebody posted a tiktok today of about two dozen news channels and they synced it up where they all said at the same exact time this is a real threat to our democracy. Yeah. And it was all oh. over the country. They have all been fed that line to say that. 
to 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 kind of get people to rile up their patriotism and and get mad at us you know for for demanding equal treatment for you know black people yeah, because they're, they're trying, they're literally trying to force our opinions into our heads for us. And they, cause then they used to be able to do that a lot easier, but like you said, social media makes their job a lot harder. But there are still people out there who will just believe it and it sucks. But I mean, it, it, it is good to see it kind of waning. Yeah, and it's good to see that it's mostly old people that watch the news. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. For the news and Facebook and all that. Yeah. Yeah, but also, I mean, like you were saying, like Facebook, it's not hard to sign into Facebook and see like several different people that have gone to the protests and every single person is saying how peaceful it was and how right. the cops are the fucking right. agitators. And these are people you know, so you know that they're not bullshitting you. Dude, I gave up yeah. on Facebook fights years ago mm-hmm. and... Like my, I want my weak, like my liberal friends. <laughs> like I was throwing bombs on Facebook mm-hmm. eight years ago, just causing all the same shit, and people are saying the same exact thing. And I was yeah. impatient and depressed, and I used it as like things aren't going to ever change. And I really wasn't patient enough to see that everybody would eventually have the evidence to see things in that manner. But uh, like, it's. Uh, absolutely wonderful. This is this is the best possible situation that we could be in as far as relationships to the government goes. Because otherwise, it's yeah. vote and shut up. And yeah, yep. they're not going to yeah, be able to pull that vote, this time. Vote. All uh, caps vote. Yeah, it, it, it's funny. But I'll, I'll let you guys. I need a bunch of cards. Is it okay if I plug my Twitter and my podcast? Hell yeah, it is. I'm gonna follow you right now. What's that? I'm gonna follow you right now. Go for it. Oh, that, my my uh, Twitter is. Uh, thanks, appreciate it. Is uh. Green Left Arrow at Green Left Arrow, and then I have a podcast about like uh, about the, the apocalypse and the different ways the world could end. Kind of from a like a type from a leftist perspective, it's called Guys Were Screwed. It's called what? Guys were screwed. Guys were screwed. Well, yeah. What about the gals and non-binary pals that want to subscribe? I know, to your podcast? I know, I know. I well, well I, I, we, I try to because that's the question, guys. Are we screwed? It's three, me and my two other like male friends. So that's what we try to do. And I, I, I hated calling it uh, when I realized that mistake. It was kind of too late. Is having the name. a we'll moment see. right now, okay? You know what? What's that? I have to say that, like in Columbus, Ohio, I'll go to like a cookout. And I'll start complaining about everybody saying you guys. And most of the women at the cookout will be like, shut the fuck up. Like, we all know that nobody's saying, like, people with fucking penises. Like, we're saying you guys because we said that ever since the day we were born. That's how we address a crowd of people. (laughs) Shut up, asshole. They made us say it. (laughs) I'm trying to. I'm a teacher. It's my first. Well, this wasn't my first year. I'm trying to stop saying guys and start saying folks. But yeah. Yeah. I've been trying a lot to, like, get the gender language out, but it's tough. It's tough. It's everything. Yeah. Uh-huh. We, I mean, it's yeah, all we've been uh, taught. Yeah. Along with racism. Yep. <laughs> all right. Next call. Have a good night. You Listen too. to the guys were f- screwed. Guys Fuck. were screwed. Guys were screwed. And that Twitter is at, uh, oh God, I just followed Well, guys screwing guys is a good thing. That's positive. Guys Love were it. screwed. That's fucking orgasmic. Like, guys were screwed. Um, all right. Uh, thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Hey, how's it going? Good. How about yourself? Doing well. Uh, So uh, this is Connor from Michigan. Uh, It's so funny you guys are talking about. I just said it again. The guys thing. I think about it all the time. (laughs) I mean, Uh, the last caller I think was from the Southwest. I thought it was like just us up here that does it, but like it's it's everybody. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Well, um, I don't have a ton tonight, but I was just at the Detroit protest. 
And thanks uh, for not being a poser. Wanted to share. Yeah. How's the Detroit protest? You know, I mean, it was so great during the day. I was also there on Friday. Um, and it was just like great shows of solidarity and everything. But, um, you know, every fucking time when the cops show up, it gets violent. Yeah. That's how, that's the thing. That's what it was been here. It's like everything's peaceful. People are just kind of hanging out and, and chanting. And then the police show up and they start bashing heads and then it gets nasty. I mean, it's like such an illuminating thing when you take people. Like when I took uh, Rachel and Katie and Gwen down to these things and, and they saw how the cops escalate. It's just like, holy shit, I can't believe this. Like the like there are a few times where I was like, okay, they're maybe like a little justified because they got a water bottle thrown at them, like whatever the fuck. But that one time that dude was literally just drumming, sitting on a bench, like maybe fifty feet away from these fuckers, and they threw a flashbang, maybe? What whatever it was. Yeah, they're not dude, bright. It's just shit. concussion grenades. They're just loud. They're just scare the shit out of you. It's yeah. not a bright light. It's, it's the funniest name to call something too when you say flashbang, because it just sounds like a, a funny so name. But that's yeah. what they are. Called actually. <laughs> well, but the it name doesn't have the them. bright light though. Yeah. yeah, but the name of them are flashbang. Sure. You just remember the sound. And it and is bright light when it's nighttime. That's and true. It's dark out. That's true. That's- I, hey, just everybody knows in the chat, we need to get a fucking round of hearts going. Uh, the guardhouse at the White House was set on fire. <sighs> when? Today, 44 minutes ago. I'm Holy looking at, shit. I'm looking at footage from 45 minutes ago and they, uh, set the guardhouse on fire. The police rushed forward and gassed everybody, but, uh, there's not gonna be any of those fucking, uh, bean counters sitting in that guardhouse anytime soon. That's awesome. Fuck, man. <laughs> They're getting closer and closer. It's time day. to start the walk. It's time to do Brian's long walk across the country until we get to the White House. It's, uh, something, man. It is. We are in unprecedented times. We're in at the least in my best life. times. The best. <laughs> we have the most opportunity, more opportunity than we've ever had ever. Other, oh, the only option we had right uh, before this was just keep buying shit and complying. Yep. Shut up and take it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it does really seem like we're there. I mean, the like different age ranges and just types of people you see at this protest is so inspiring. Like, yeah. it almost feels like you know, truly the Bernie movie movement still going, which you know might it be is. a little cheesy, but still there. No, it is. I mean, it, that's what I like. Comfest is our big, big festival that happens in June. And it's very, it's a, an amalgamation of everybody in the city. And this is the exact same thing. It, it's all walks of life from every single place. It, it's, there is no stereotype about this crowd whatsoever. Mm-hmm. You would be stupid to say you knew what the typical protester was like. People are, are fed up and they're out there for their own reasons. And I don't need to justify what they do or think. I just know that they're on my side and I'm with them. And uh, we're all about changing what's happening, what's been happening for our whole lives, really. Yeah, the stereotype of Detroit, or not the, like, the narrative that was being pushed was that all these, like, suburban agitators were coming in and causing all the problems. Uh, but the speakers at the event are saying, like, oh, like, you know, we all need to stand together. That's the only way we're going to get through this shit. And, you know, it's, it's just so great. Yeah, it's a it's a wonderful moment in time, and it really it just is exhilarating to see the people uh, come together in this type of a way. And like I said, I mean, I feel so comfortable in those crowds. I, I think, oh man, I'm gonna get it wrong. I drank like too many beers. I think Angela Davis was the one that said that uh, every protest is a practice for the revolution, and I thought that was kind of a 
I didn't really see the connection, but now that people are going to be sitting out in front of the state house for the next month or two, um, this is the time when we really have to figure out what happens next and how we're going to transfer power. Yeah, absolutely. Got to keep it rolling. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for calling in. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much. Have a good rest of your night. Peace. Man, burning that, burning, uh, yeah, we can get them both. All right. We're good. We got the queue ready to go. Yeah, the guardhouse is like, I mean, I lived in D.C. It's really crazy to see this kind of stuff that I know where they're at. I know Lafayette Square. I know the guardhouse. Stupid little fucking glass box that they sit in and just, you know, judge you and... You know, laugh at you, and yeah, that's they kinda, feel I they mean, feel safe in their stupid little guard box. That's a scary one for me. Like, just when that shit starts happening, we know we're ready. We're pushing forward here. Like, this is happening. We're gonna maybe go off the edge here. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna find out what we can do without the people oppressing us. That's what we're gonna do. We're all gonna work together. We're going to make food for each other. We're going to knit clothes for each other. We're going to get by. We've been doing this the entire time. We're already, we don't need their fucking money because we've been living off the scraps and we already know what that is like. So they can't hurt us in that way. And if we have to go through some turmoil, it's nothing like the every single day of my life leading up to this fucking point. So. I think that we are ready for this, and I think everybody in their heart knows what's about what what has to happen next. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, we're moving in a direction that is uncharted territory in this country we're in a very long time. Full of life, we're taking, we're actually taking <clears throat> control of life. It's we're not being passive anymore. Yeah, no one's taking orders about what they can and can't do, what they can and can't accomplish, or the life that they have been prescribed. We are taking control of that. We are grabbing that fucking lightning and directing it towards us in our favor, towards the people that are in, have been making everything move since I, this country has been fucking built. I mean, we've been told what's not possible by the supposed left, uh, by the supposed left party in the United States for decades now. We've only been told what's not possible. And uh, you can only hear that stuff so many times before it it becomes like You don't true. care anymore. Yeah. I don't care. I know what's possible. I fucking hate it. I've been through a hundred iterations of what's fucking possible. Yep. I've seen every possible candidate that you can put out there that's going to be better for black folks. It's not happening. And we've been lied to for decades now. And it's shameful for any working person to accept that narrative and not know that they're lying to themselves because we are living through this shit and we've seen it firsthand. Yeah. And that's what happening. That's what's happening is we are standing up and we're saying that this is our narrative. This is what our life is like under this. And we're acknowledging each other and we're, we, we now know that Everybody isn't going to be a fucking condo owner and everybody isn't going to get a spread in some magazine for creating the next big business. Most people are struggling to get by. And uh -huh. that's we've all been ashamed to say it because we feel as if we're less than because we don't have enough. But it's been pre-planned from the beginning for us not to have enough. Yeah. It's yeah. fucking absurd. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Last call. All right. Somebody dropped. Why did you drop? Well, you know, hey, hey. Poser dropped. 
Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Hey, hey, y'all. It's Rokea. Rokea! Oh, my goodness! Why are you waiting on hold, Rokea? I don't know how this works. Also, this presses everything I'm about to say. I am high off my ass, like really genuinely high. <laughs> okay. so, what, um, what do you think we're yeah. doing? <laughs> yeah, so are we. <laughs> Y'all are more capable of holding yourselves together. You sound completely normal to me. Because I feel like I'm talking really, really fast right now. But I do want to say that for many of you who don't know, I'm from Texas. I live in Sydney, so there's nothing really going around today in terms of protests or anything. But tomorrow, if you're a Sydney fighter, there is going to be a protest in Hyatt Park, not just about George Floyd, but also about the killing of indigenous people here in Australia. But I'm from Texas, specifically DFW, and the Dallas PD is asking for people to send them in a videos and whatever fucking proof of people doing illegal activity at the protest and asking that you send it to the iWatch Dallas app. So just for everyone over here in the chat and elsewhere, I suggest you download that app and send them just terrible fucking shit like pucker big assholes or something. Goatsy bomb. Just flood it and make sure they see everything. Yeah, Pick exactly. Pick balls. <laughs> All the greats. Just something you can do. Yeah. <laughs> just something you can do instead of also giving them bail funds and whatever. But yeah, they yeah, scrambled. It's been a really great show, and I thought I'd. Sorry, I was going to say that, that uh, we had in Ohio, uh, Ohio opened up a website to snitch on folks that, that um, wouldn't go back to work. And it got so inundated yeah. with false reports that they had to just stop doing it. Like it was just got shut down because the, the, the people spoiled the whole fucking thing. Yep. Can I read you oh, this and, tweet? Uh, one, one more thing. <laughs> Let me read you this tweet, Roque. I think this is good for everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is from uh, Heme underscore 6K on uh, Twitter. Some dude who was stopped at a red light read the shirt I made that said, Rest in power, George Floyd. Then honked his horn to get my attention and handed me a copy of Sublime's self-titled album and said, They talk about all that on here. <laughs> I just hit my head. I just hit my head on the shelf. <laughs> Where you think that I got this guitar today? <laughs> Have you heard Sublime, Matt? <laughs> the good word. <laughs> the, the good word. Have you heard Bradley Knoll? Have you heard? Oh no, I'm more of a I'm more of a Long Beach Dub All Stars. I follow that scripture <laughs> with Rome. Oh, y'all! By the way, I wanted to bring one last thing. You were talking about that fucker Bill De Blasio and how much of a pain the ass. He's always sucking up to the cops. Even though they fucking hate him back in February, they literally said that they declare war on Bill de Blasio. But his daughter, Kiara, was arrested today at a protest. And do you know what the New York Police Department, their leading union, I think it's called the, the Sergeant's Benevolence Union or some fucking deranged shit like that, literally doxed her, including her address on Twitter. Yeah, they, they did. did. Yeah, their police union did that. Yep, they did. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And and so imagine, imagine he's kissing their fucking asses, and this is what they still do. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't win. He kisses their asses, and he he sucks up to them, and then they dox his daughter and yep. post his address on the internet. And, uh, yep. it crazy. Yeah, and I think I think it's been taken down because people have reported it. But yeah, it was it was up for everyone to see her age, birthday, the whole nine yards on her. Yeah. 
I don't know. I, I mean, I the media is so broken right now. They're not like getting yeah. it at all. And I'm sure they're wondering why they can't control the narrative. You know, I, it, they're it, also wondering why they're being targeted. They're so used to watching all of us get shit. They're like, how, what, are you serious? We're the fourth estate. We're supposed to be immune because we basically <laughs> get on TV and regurgitate every single piece of fucking bullshit that you feed us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There were people. This looks like nationwide arena. No, it's not. There's there's a picture of uh, these bike cops standing there, and there's people with fishing poles with donuts on the end of them, holding them oh, up yeah. in front of the cops. Just people are just like. <laughs> I, I always wanted to yell at the cops. Well, I grew up in a house that hated <laughs> cops. Like, there was a time in my yeah. life my sister was dating a cop, and she was going to come to a family oh. event, and half the family said they wouldn't show up. They ended up canceling an event <laughs> because my daughter, or, sorry, my daughter, my sister wanted to bring a fucking cop to this event. It's so weird how rednecks will be super conservative, but they oh. hate cops. My dad's the same way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's really hard to square that. Like they have such a, they have a weird understanding of the world, but they get one thing right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So I've always yeah. cops too. Also, somebody stole an encrypted Chicago police radio and is disrupting their communications by blasting "fuck the police" by oh, yeah. the legendary <laughs> NWA. Yeah, that was great. That was a couple nights ago. Wow. Well, every car that drives by. Is blaring "fuck the police." I heard it no. all day today. Okay. I've heard all kind. No, you're right. No, you're right. But I'm just, I was going to say, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I've heard a lot of deep cuts. I've heard like a lot of rap music that I have no idea what it is, but it's all anti-police yeah. shit. And I'm like, fuck, I'm like shazamming it in the middle of the, doing a shazam <laughs> in the middle of the protest. Like, what's that one? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rokea, can you believe this? Right, I'm going to let y'all go. Yeah, all right, what, what, what's your take, what? Rokea? What, seriously, what do you, what do you think about all this? Wait, what, what's my take? I fucking hate cops. I've. I'm so happy watching people. You know how many times I've replayed those videos of people beating the cops up? That, I mean, I'm sorry, but Turn this shit up. it's a bit of a, I know it falls into fetishizing it a bit, but it feels really good to see that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It does. Well, have a good one. We appreciate and it. I don't give a shit about looters and any of that shit, but yeah, do whatever you can in your local community, guys. But um, I just, thanks again. I just was, I was asking, I was asking more like, like, I, I know you're radical. I've been for a while. I just, it's, it's weird. Like I was saying, like uh, this protest, like getting like concussive grenades shot at you and getting maced and all that stuff. Yeah. Something I, I have seen before that never came to Columbus. A lot of our protests, like, people would go off the sidewalks and the cops would say, go home, and everybody would be like, okay, we'll go yeah. home. Uh, so. Yeah, I, I mean, but people, people have been, people have been saying it. We don't have jobs. We don't have money. We don't have any place to be like, tomorrow's Monday. Do they think people are going to go to work? Right. Really? No, people are hoping. They're hoping that all this dies down. But I think everything that's happened recently with block on the pandemic and everything you cannot travel anywhere here in Australia. You can't even fly interstate it's made it so people have no choice we can't placate ourselves at the bar we can't go see our friends we can't do anything so what else are we supposed to do and now it's kind of hitting everybody that oh shit yeah this is not this is so fucked up i got tested for the coronavirus last week and thankfully i'm all clear i found out today it was nothing it cost zero dollars here in australia because of medicare you know how much it cost in the u.s over 18 fucking thousand dollars that's evil, that's cruel, that's inhumane, and more and more people are waking up and realizing 
we should not have to live like this anymore. And now that we don't have any place to go or do, there's no other thing we can do but and everyone else on the street and fight to make sure that the working class people are able to survive. Absolutely. Thank you for that. Thank you, Rokea. That was beautiful. We yeah. love you. Have a good one. Listen to no delete more. your account. They do some real deal shit. They aren't just entertainers like us. We're not even Antifa. Yeah. We're not anymore. Not even organized. I, I don't fucking know anything about Antifa anymore. <laughs> I forgot about I that. I've never even met one. We're that, I used to listen to that band back in like 2008. Like the EP was good, but like they sold out on the sophomore album, if you ask me. Yeah. We got a jump in. You want to do a jump in? <sighs> Brian doesn't want to do a jump in. I got a headache. I'm tired. Make it quick, jump in. And don't talk about poser shit. <laughs> Thanks for calling Straight Fight. You're the jump in tonight. Oh, hello. Who is it? Um, hey, this is Ace from Boston. Who? Um, Ace from Boston. We're having trouble hearing you. You guys speak with your chest. Oh, sorry. Um, this is Ace from Boston. My oh. phone is on speaker. Thanks for calling in. Hey. What's up? What's going on in Boston? Um, so I just got back earlier tonight from um, what was going on here. Obviously, like, sort of similar to what's going on everywhere else. <laughs> um, so that was kind of What did you exciting. see? Um, what? Sorry? What did you see? Um... I was actually really surprised by the volume of people um, that were just there. Um, I didn't really know what to expect. And it was super weird because the streets had been empty near my house for so long. But um, where the march started was actually a few blocks from where I live. And um, it was just like completely packed with people and got lost in the crowd for the first time in months. Uh, yeah, so yeah that has been intense, that has been weird. Yeah. Well, I've had and I've had lots of solo people have messaged me like, "Hey, are y'all down there? I want to meet up." And you know, it certainly is great to go down with somebody. But even if you're by yourself, everybody down there, if you're down for the cause, you can make fast friends very easily. And there's no reason to feel left out or awkward or any of that stuff. Like, everybody is welcome. Whatever brought you there, like, we love it. Oh, for sure, yeah. Um, I went with my roommate, so it wasn't like I was going on my own. But. Yeah, you're not a loser. Yeah, it was really cool. To, like, we, <laughs> when joking. we did a chain, like, everybody was so willing to, like, grab onto your sweaty armpit. It was awesome. And, like, <laughs> yeah. every time I'd, like, when we first got there, there was one guy with a sign by himself on the edge of the the curb, like, yelling at police. And so I went up and stood by him, and we were just having a whole conversation <laughs> while he was, like, between, like, insults at the police. And I had never experienced that before. So, yeah, it's really cool. Like... Yeah, you're not alone. You're not alone anytime you go yeah. like that. No, it's weird because I think people are sort of like more hesitant um, for a while, at least because of the pandemic and social distancing. Mm -hmm. But like sort of just remembering that like you kind of can trust strangers mm -hmm. in that situation. And I, I think there's like a lot of, you know, like when we started the show, a big part of it was just saying out loud, I'm fucking broke and I don't know what to do. I don't think there's a bright horizon ahead of me. 
I don't, I don't think I'm going to be able to stop drinking coffee and get a house. Like, I don't see that in my future. And I don't know what, to, I don't, I don't have anything to look forward to right now. And, and right, you know, out there in the streets, that, that's the people that are connecting with each other to say, Hey, this modern family that they show on TV that all has brand new iPad fucking tens, mm-hmm. that's not the modern family. No. You know, we, we, they're, the modern family is struggling to make ends meet. And this Corona pandemic, opened that golf completely wide and laid bare all of the the inconsistencies of the promises of America. Like Pete Buttigieg said so eloquently. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely. It's kind of like, in a weird way, like the perfect opportunity for something like this. Absolutely. Well, yeah, we it just happened. Need each other. I mean, like, we, there's more of us than them. Like, we literally outnumber them. We can just bully them to shut the fuck up the way that they've bullied us to right. shut the fuck up. Yeah. It it's our me, time. Oh, yeah. And it makes me wonder, like, what? how deep does this go where they've tried to, like, separate us for so long so we don't, like, want to intermix mm. and, like, get along and help each other. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Cool. It's true. Yeah. Well, well, thanks so much. I love our show. And yeah, thank you for calling. Thanks I'm for glad calling. we took the call. Yeah. Thank you for being our thanks. jump in. Okay. Yeah. See Peace. You. That was Street Fight Radio. Legendary show, I think. That's one for the record books. Uh, so happy to hear from everybody out in the streets. Um, you know, uh, all it takes to get involved is being there. there. There's really no more thinking that you have to do otherwise. If you don't want to get shot by shit, if you don't want to fucking fight people, you don't have to. You can observe, you know, uh, really what makes a lot of this powerful is the folks that are watching the cops beat the shit out of people. You know, some people in this movement have their place on the front lines to, to be the example of what the state is willing to do. But if you're not going to do that, you can be there as an observer and witness it. And I think that once you see it firsthand for yourself, it will change your opinion on what life is and what this agreement is that we all have. Um, none of it has ever been real and none of it has ever been anything that any of us wanted. We've all been yearning uh, for a world that is more equal and we've all been believing that we can make this place equal for our black and brown sisters and brothers and non-binary people. So... We are doing that now, and it's going to be rough, but as long as you're okay with what comes out of this, you'll go unharmed. So, go with the wave, surf that shit, join up, we're making things the Street Fight way. We will see you on Wednesday. Peace. Flatten the fucking earth, motherfuckers, and everybody that rules it.